Hey, what's going on, everybody? Got a new episode for you. First, uh, can you go to the podcast page? Go to iTunes, subscribe, uh, hit the iTunes page, and leave a review. Those really help the show. Uh, go to my Instagram. You can get me at uh, Average Joe's Beer Podcast and follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of stuff on there. Uh, Twitter at JoeBob41. Uh, same on Untapped, JoeBob41. And Facebook, obviously. Go to the Facebook page and like Average Joe's. Uh, share the podcast when I send it out. That's always really helpful to just, you know, one friend tells a friend tells a friend, and it spreads from there. This is going to be a huge one. I got the whole crew from Microphone. So I got... Uh, Mike 1 and Mike 2, and then you've got uh, Kyle, and we had a blast. It was a super relaxed conversation. We just hung out at a banquet table in the back of the brewery, just right in the middle of the brew house over a drain, and they did not hold anything back. They told their story, and they had a lot of fun doing it, and we drank some great beers. Uh, We talked about the upcoming uh, Smells Like a Beer Fest and all kinds of other, uh, some breaking news for Microphone. There's a, a couple of really big things that I think a lot of people are going to be excited about that, that you'll hear in this podcast. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Palin, he, he shares uh, he shares some somewhat big news that uh, for future plans for Microphone. So sit back and relax and uh, give it a listen. I think you're going to enjoy this one. All right, another episode of Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast in Oak Grove Village with the microphone crew. I got the microphone crew. Introduce yourselves, fellas. Let's start with Kyle. Since hey, Kyle probably doesn't get a lot of love. I get all the love. Oh, you get all the love? <laughs> but your name's not Mike. <laughs> no, so. me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mike. Mike and I are married. He probably gets way more love than we do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get yeah. it. That's well, true. they split me, so you know, <laughs> a little bit of time with him, a little bit of time with him. Well, hi, I'm Kyle. <laughs> I'm with Microphone Brewing. I'm a brewer for it, and I also deal with packaging. Packages? Sweet. A lot of Sweet. packages. Lots yeah. of packages. I'm going to need you to get up on that package a little more. Cause I this feel like, Yeah, there it is. Let's yeah. hear those sultry tones. I want to kiss you. There it is. Till the night closes in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mike, number one. I am Mike Pellin. I am the... Owner used to be the brewer. I guess they they put me back in the closet these days and don't they let me pry, do anything. Pry yeah, it out of your cold yeah. dead hands. Yeah, that's just it. For good reason. <laughs> Great reason. Really slipping, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's the beauty of it now. It's I can manage the day to day stuff and let these guys do what they got to do, and I trust them. They're kicking ass, so we're good. You only trust people named Mike, Michael Joseph. Of course. That is this, was this a podcast of like gang up on Kyle's? By, so. That's what it's turning Kyle? into. Turn, it'll, it, it, we're before, just getting started. We're turning we started Kyle rolling, on Kyle. Before we started rolling, we found out that uh, we got everybody's middle name is Joseph for the microphone crew. Solid. And my middle name is Kyle, which is Kyle is one of the brewers that you just introduced himself here. Now let's go to Mike number two. Yeah, what I'm up, Mike, Mike number, number two? two. I started here at Microphone in June of last year. Um, I was previously at Five Rabbit for about five years. Um, had my production experience there and, and learned a lot, but I'm here now and we're making great beer with and lots of variety and lots of flavor. And I feel like you're selling me something. I know. This is what he does. This is what I said yesterday. I'm very This is what happens when Mike gets in front of a microphone, yeah, he becomes incredibly professional. <laughs> uh-huh, you hit the recording. What are you like on a date? I just, I just want, yeah, <laughs> Dude, I just, do you sell yourself on a if date? There's a microphone hey, in front of me. Sit back, relax, have a beer, <laughs> just put the shoulders down. All right. We got a little pale popper flowing here i mean this is a fresh batch right but mm-hmm. but do you want his resume 
I want some more of that red. Because <laughs> I've got it right here in my yeah. shirt pocket. This is actually yeah. an interview. It's not a podcast. This is uh, Mike's trying to get rid of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break <laughs> the weird. Yeah, this is it. We're just trying to find a new home for And then you. this is Kyle's right. intervention after that. So yes. we're good. We're good. See, that's going to be awesome. Different way of going about What are we intervening things? about? What, what's, what's Kyle? I don't know. Snapback hats. No more. You're not yeah. No more snapback hats. You're not allowed hats. anymore. No. I think you look It's taking a toll on you. First of all. Thank you. Thank so, you. so Mike Deuce. Mike, what's your yes. last name? My last name's Witkowski. Witkowski. Mm-hmm. Very strong Polish name. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. Hard yeah. syllables. <laughs> hard syllables. <laughs> I'll give you a hard syllable. Hey-o. All right, now we're having some fun. Now yeah, we're having there some fun. There it is. Uh-huh. So. That's all we got. Hanging out in Elk Grove Village. We're, we're, we're hovering over a drain right now. Just hanging out. Not circling it. Just hovering over it. Um, mm-hmm. You guys have been doing some cool stuff. So, like, what's going on right now? We're drinking Pale Popper. Yeah. Talk to me about it's Pale fresh. Popper. So. They didn't let you brew it, obviously. Is that what you're telling I me? I, I get to write the recipe and influence what happens with it, but nice. they, they make make everything else happen. Yeah. Did you have to um, schlep any of the green? I think we let you did mash I, in. Did I mash in that? Yeah, yeah. I usually mash in. I usually start the day. I get in before everybody else, get the mash tongue going, get start, start grinning out. Shoot your free throws. Get everything set up. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then, uh, then once they get in, then I drop back in the office and start doing ordering and scheduling and label creation all that stuff. Is that so. hard, though? I mean, does that bother you? Like, like, oh, I just kind of want to keep brewing. It was hard for him at first. No, and, and there, trust me, there are days that I want to get up there and just do something. So on, on Tuesday, this upcoming week, we're going to do a new beer called uh, Side Bends or Sit-Ups. And it's something that I'm just like... <laughs> I love this place. I just, I, just went, I just went and said, let's do something that we've kind of gotten away from and let, let's, just, let's just go nuts with it. So Wait, what kind you of can do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that bite. Ooh. That hot bite. Ooh. So, so we're coming you, back with some you, hops. You give yourself some, some punch here. Yeah. Some, so, some like you know, classic, uh, there, was, there was this thing called IBU, and we totally forgot about it yeah. for the last... Uh, how do you last, say it? Yeah. Ibu? Ibu. 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 Yeah. Ibuprofen. 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 So we stopped putting ibuprofen in our beers. short for. Just a side note, there was never ibuprofen in any microphone. <laughs> Shit, we put everything else in beer. What? Why not? Why the hell not? What? What inspires that? Like, what makes you guys just like rip up the manual and say fuck it? I mean, I know, I know, you guys aren't the only ones nowadays. I mean, everybody's throwing random shit in beer, and there's still some guys that are like purity laws. Don't you know? Traditionalists. Yes. Yeah. I I think it just gotten to a point where um, I've had the amber ale, I've had the brown ale, I've had the stout and and the basic beers, stuff like that, and. Um, I think brewers have been pushing the envelope for a long time now. Um, I think it's getting even crazier, uh, but I enjoy that. I enjoy the the pastry stouts and all the adjuncts that we're throwing into everything. Um, I, I I just think it's a it's a matter of preference. Um, at the time when you're having a beer, if you want to have an amber ale and enjoy it for what it is, that's cool. Um, uh, yeah, but. Uh, like I said, we've had it before, and I I think it's time to uh, try new stuff just and, and a get creative. Yeah, it's just fun for us. It's yeah. fun. You know, the, the the world we live in is stressful and intense, <laughs> and we come here and we just have fun. We find stuff that we like to enjoy through the foods we eat or the smells we incur through all the day. How can we turn that into a beer? You know, and that's mm-hmm. it's a challenge for us. Then we're not just making a base beer; we're making something that we're trying to replicate, something that is not a beer, and turn it into a beer. Yeah, so, like almond can... joy, you know, we we sat back and said, okay, what are the key ingredients to almond joy, and how can we turn this into a flavorful 
Yeah, nuts. they're crazy. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mounds, <laughs> oh, sure. mounds we didn't don't. Know that. Mounds no. do not. And that, hey, that's <laughs> the follow-up beer to Almond Joy is. I love the series. Do you have it? Do you have I, it? I love you, the could you guess it? That you guys work in, like, uh, like the oh my my oh hell yeah, yeah like all yeah. that stuff. That all that stuff's fun for me. Maybe so I'm basic. So there's Almond Joy, and then there's gonna be. I don't know. Mounds, Almond Joy, and Mounds what? Mound mounds, up. Mound up. Mm-hmm. Regulators. Like regulators. Mound up. There's always a pun. Mound yeah. up. Yeah. I feel like I actually had a brewer. You know, I'm not going to name his right? name. He's like, what's with all you brewers being so punny? And I'm like, because it's funny. I don't know. Boom. And rhymes. <laughs> punny. Funny. Yeah, it's all exactly. The I'm a big writer and alliteration and all that kind of stuff is key to me. So. That actually like moves me into what I was going to ask you, uh, based off the last thing you just said. But the, the the writing of the recipes, like like you said, that you still participate heavily in that. I mean, do you do you take if Kyle and Mike number two come to you with a recipe, do you like look at it like, eh, yeah, I'll uh, brew this or no, let's let's tweak this, tweak this, or do you like to just write everything here? Or? No, I think I think that's the beauty of microphone. It's just not me anymore. It's also these guys who've you know put their hard-earned time into developing recipes, either homebrewing or with other places and learning what they like and don't like about beers. And, you know, we, we sit down, I've got my core recipes that I've written and we continue to tweak them and make them better. Um, that's one thing about us that if you've got batch one out of here, batch two might be a little different because we are trying to improve at all times to make these things the best beer in the world. If we're not getting a five on untapped, we, we we, we got to go. We got to get we got to get to that five, you know. <laughs> you guys actually look at those uh, the metrics and like, yes, we got to try to hit We those. do. It's That's it's cool. it's our good, you know, we don't have a team that goes out and does quality feedback and that stuff. So we we follow what happens online and and we watch it. And so if a beer hits below 4, we go, okay, we need to do something different. A lot it's of our people, quality control. Yeah. A lot of people like to avoid that or they think I don't pay attention to that. Like or they just don't no, admit that they do. I think I think it's, we it's refreshing do. to hear. We always do. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely do. Even if you don't like the comments and stuff that people are saying, there's a reason that we have to read those. Yeah, if Kyle, we're getting you're being consistent. Too quiet on me. I'm gonna need you to get on that mic somewhere. Sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> <Dial up. laughs> no, but what I did is once you know, once we got into the space and got into a groove and got our uh, several core beers out, um, I gave these guys, both Kyle and Mike, the opportunity to brew their own beer every quarter um, and let them write the recipe from scratch and do what they wanted to do. And there really hasn't been much that I've said, no, it's this too weird or this is too crazy. We've kind of just gone. I mean, I don't think you've shot down any ideas. No, I, I, I won't because that's like this is part of the beauty of craft beer, right? We can try anything. And if it if it works, heck yeah. If it doesn't work, well, we, we, we learn from it. Yeah. So. That's important, and it, I've got I've got my set ways of what I like to enjoy. But then having these guys on our team just makes the whole whole package better. So letting them be creative and do what they want to do also inspires them to think about what what, what their next beer is going to be. So that's like what's also fun about tank. working here too is mm-hmm. you let us do that. There's a lot of breweries who don't let you do that. So yeah, I mean the, the for me the testing and the in the, the the batch variation like that's. I guess for some people, they're like, oh, I'd rather have consistency. But I think most craft beer people, I don't know, I feel like you enjoy that. You're like, oh, man, I had batch one, and it was great. But then they tweaked it, and they put a little more, or they dry hopped it here. They, they, whatever it is that they changed, like, I don't know, it's more exciting to me. I'll be flat honest. If you want consistency, microphone's not the place to go. It's not It's not a thing. It's not a thing. But that's also the fun in it. We have our flagships. We have mic check. We have bean spirit. But like you said before, we're always trying to tweak these recipes to make them better. And it's very grassroots. We listen what happens in the taste room. Do you like Mm -hmm. it? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? We see the untapped stuff. 
Um, so that all kind of plays into, okay, what do we do for the next batch? So you train the front, the front of house people like, hey, like, hey, ask, ask some questions. Like, do you tell them like, hey, you know, talk. They always ask. Yeah, I think, anyway. I, honestly, I think Just our taste room set up, our, yeah. our taste room is set up where we're always at a, a hand's reach. And so any consumer who comes in knows that they can talk to our staff at all times and let them know what's up. And, and that's, that's the beauty. And it comes right back to us in the back and we, we, we grow from it. So we're sitting here at, at, you know, April 2018. So when did the microphone story begin? And what's your um, origin story here? I mean, you were putting beer out before you had this space. Oh, a long, long village, time. So long. Um, I guess we'll take it way back. So my dad, I grew up in Wisconsin outside of Milwaukee. Uh, my dad worked at Miller Brewing Company in Milwaukee and kind of was always around it. You know, we'd, we'd drop my dad off and we'd go get the this, this sneak peek tours and see him doing his thing he wasn't a brewer or anything but he was a steam fitter and he was the guy you know working on the tanks and working making sure everything was running properly at the brewery um so i was the kid who was going to school wearing a a red dog sweatshirt and red dog drawn yeah drawn like i still have all this artwork from when i was a kid i've got it all seen that i got a bowl cut bowl cut and a red dog sweatshirt man we have too Um, many similarities and then, uh, yeah, like, I, if you, I've got artwork of like me drawing semi trucks that said Miller High Life on the side. That was yeah, just, that awesome. it was my life. But I, I didn't, I wasn't the high school kid who drank at all. I was finally when I got to college, I started, you know, getting into it. And we were in a, me and my roommate were in a botany class. And the, the teacher's like, all right, for your class program or project, you can either grow a garden or brew a beer. And we're like, duh, we're juniors in college. We're, That's stupid. We're brewing a beer. So. <laughs> We had a... Okay, let me grow a garden. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, we got tomatoes. Cool, Kyle. So we went to this little wine and hop shop in Madison, Wisconsin, and picked up our kit, which was a, basically a Newcastle brownout clone. And we knew nothing about what we were doing and fermented it pretty hot. It became this booze bomb. And we were like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> we got a really good grade on the project, Dude, and that kind of inspired poster. it. <laughs> I, I don't know how it inspired it, because I got to tell you, that there was... I lived with eight guys in a four-bedroom apartment, which was a, a party apartment at all times. But we had a, a kitchen that was no bigger than this tank here. And somehow we were able to brew beer in there, clean bottles, package, and then ferment and do what we had to, everything we had to do in this little apartment. And it was, it was disgusting. We destroyed the apartment. It was gross. I'm like, brewing is not easy. This is not fun. Um, How'd that security deposit look? Yeah, it was gone. <laughs> Long gone. Hey, Although, actually, no, I'm not going to lie. We lucked out because they decided to renovate the whole apartment complex that year. So we, we were good. Oh, we were good to go. <laughs> they just put dynamite in there. Basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, dynamite your scratch. room. Your room only. No, there <laughs> was a party in college. We had, uh, I went to Madison. We were, during the years, the best party school in the nation. And Wait, Wisconsin? Are you yeah. In oh, boy, yeah. you're at Camp Randall? Yeah. Woo. And uh, we had a band in our apartment. We had a keg race in the apartment. And literally the next day, you'd walk in and it was uh, so much beer in the carpet. I thought you just said I've, gas. I've, I've felt yeah, that before. No, that, that happens just too. Like, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, definitely a place you don't take your shoes off. Oh, Why would no. you put carpet in a in a frat house like that? I don't. It wasn't a frat house. It was <laughs> okay. just an apartment. So yeah, we turned it into <laughs> a frat house. Like, carpet in. Sounds super thin and just concrete. <laughs> I had a roommate who was yeah, like such a. He's a genius. He he's a biomedical engineer. He took a Palm Pilot because we didn't have crazy technology back then a palm pilot and controlled our people are eight googling. TVs. they'll be googling palm pilot yeah here soon. <laughs> we had all brought our tvs which i'm talking tvs with, that were nine thousand pounds each for a 20 inch 
put them on a rack and had eight TVs in this family room, <laughs> but he controlled them all from the Palm Pilot. It was hilarious. Incredible. It was a great experience living with eight guys, whatever. But uh, after, <laughs> after college, I moved down to Chicago. Um, Chicago was going to be my stepping stone to go from Wisconsin, small town Wisconsin, to um, L.A. So I was going to use Chicago as kind of get acquainted with a big city, meet some people, and then go to L.A. and hopefully land a job at Capitol Records. That was my dream. Um, A&R, huh? Yep, A&R, you nailed it. A&R, for sure. Um, so I was doing a lot of you know street team stuff for Aware Records when I got down and um, working shows and that kind of stuff. And my mom had bought me a, a kit, another kit, a homebrew kit. And I was like, all right, let's do this. Well, again, we had zero place to do it. So I waited until <laughs> we finally got a house in 2010. But it was actually before that, um, I was working at a digital music agency and a buddy, Chris, was amazing with graphic design. I was like, hey, can you throw a logo together for me? And before we were living in Park Ridge, we were living in Bucktown. So I had played with the whole like goats because goats in Bucktown, if you don't, right, like, right. everybody's got the garden apartment. Well, that's where the goats used to hang out down below there. So we were playing with that. And then finally, it's like, no, let's go to what my passions are, music and beer. And uh, had him come up with a logo and a name. And we went through microphone to microphone to microphone to all these things. And I vetted out with all my friends and microphone is where we, we netted out at. And so... We've had the logo for over eight years now. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that it's been around for longer than... Yeah. How long have you had the space? Almost three years now. Almost three years. Yeah, but we were brewing at Unane before that for about a year, and then we were brewing at Slapshot for about a year before that. Slapshot Um, no longer, right? Yep. They're no longer operational. So we went pro, if you will, um, in February of 2015. So your your music background, I know you said A&R, that was something you were interested in, but uh, did you have like a music, did you play instruments, or you're just a big music junkie? I sang. um, I won some medals in singing. Beautifully. Yeah. I take it. Actually, it's funny. Can we get a sample? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this rate? glass in here. Oh, the acoustics in here are off. <laughs> I've had a sore throat for a month and a half. <laughs> uh, now, in seventh and eighth grade, I did some singing competitions and actually one judge. And I still have the, the score sheet. He's like, I want to take you home with me. I was like, that's, that's fucking creepy. That's creepy. That's creepy. Uh-huh. Um, that but guy's in jail now. Probably. <laughs> probably. Most likely. But uh, no, once I got out of, once I got into college, I started. Um, they had Guster as one of my favorite bands. Uh, I've seen and, Guster a few times. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. And uh, I was part of their rep team. So, I'm, you know, local rep guy hitting the pavement and posting up flyers and CDs and all that stuff. And that kind of inspired me to really get into the music industry and really do some stuff. So uh, once I came to Chicago, like I said, I linked up with Aware Records. And then I kind of became known as the guy around the office. I was doing a, a, a really boring job. It was digital advertising sales. So basically just moving air around um but because that in my downtime i'd be I'm handing out that right now <laughs> <laughs> i was passing out cds and becoming known as like the music guy and uh, a co-worker had left to go to a new company and she's like hey i think you'd be perfect for this job and so it became um licensing uh, music licensing artist relationships um entertainment relations all that kind of stuff and what we did is we worked with major companies like quaker and pepsi and coca-cola and attach their consumers to the brand through music. So my job was to, interesting, yeah. you know, kind of figure out the brand, who their identity was, who their target core audience was, and then find music that matched that, and then figure out a way to a get the artists on board to be a part of the program, and then get music for the program. Um, so that was fun. And then I switched gears over to School of Rock. School of Rock had moved their headquarters from Teaneck, New Jersey, 
to Burridge, Illinois. Dude, they're huge, man. They are, yeah, they're everywhere. It's insane. When I was there, we were barely over 100 schools. I think they're probably pushing 1,000 at this point now. They're yeah, in multiple corner. countries, yeah. and it's awesome. So, very. Uh, Thanks, Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> they do an awesome very, job, too. They do, yeah. Festivals and stuff. Oh. Yeah, we're having them come perform yeah, the again at Smells Like a Beer Fest. So, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so after, and so through that, uh, when I had transitioned over from this music licensing job to School of Rock, I had linked up with uh, Drew Fox. And so he was doing 18th Street. I was doing microphone. I was helping him with the whole Kickstarter program. Um, and the plan was for me to set up shop inside of 18th Street. So I had purchased two tanks. Two tanks were sent down to 18th Street. And uh, this was Gary days then. Gary days, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, like I said before this, I still have a. A lot of pictures of my my young daughter in a stroller sitting in front of the old uh, the the little system psycho brew system in Gary. Psycho brew, the, yeah. the, the psycho brew system comes up a lot on this podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's where we started, right? That's where we all started. Psycho brew. They're out of Michigan, right? Yeah. So everybody yeah. had it. Yeah. They they uh they saved. I mean, I know this is a little offshoot, but they they saved uh where I'm, my neck of the woods, Will County Brewing. Will County Brewing. Oh, yeah. They went through some issues with that company that's been around the country. They they were kind of they were taking deposits and then and then they defaulted or folded whatever this company and they were buying systems to start up a brewery. But Psycho Brew came in and and helped them get like a nice you know decent seven barrel system or whatever to at least so they could open their doors. You nice. Know? Yep. Yeah. So, so Psycho Brew gets yeah, out of on this. Podcast. We're all very versed on that system. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it burned off half our leg hair, but uh, it was it did the trick. <laughs> but yeah. So then you know the journey moved through where that didn't happen because Drew introduced me to um, the Break Room Brewery oper- operation. Okay, that, that um, Roger, or, uh, Roger, uh, Roger, and um, Ryan and Saint Laurent, they 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 told that story a little bit about. Uh, they said you were the original brewer for Break Room, yep. but just it never got fully off the ground while you were the head brewer. Yeah, so um, Aaron Heineman, who started Break Room, they're um, the bar building brothers, yep, right? Yep, yep. So he had Drew doing test batches for him to kind of kick off the idea and get the business plan moving, and so I was assisting Drew at the time and came up with the idea of like, hey, Drew, why don't we be the brewers of Break Room? And then as soon as it's moving along nicely, we'll drop off and go do 18th Street and Microphone and Gary. Um, and at that time, Drew was too far along. He already had picked out a place in Gary and was ready to turn the lights on. So he's like, but if you want to, you know, put microphone on the back burner and go for Break Room, go for it. So, you know, as a, as a, I was still considering myself a kid at that time. I was excited. I was eager. It seemed like a great opportunity. I'm going to be brewing on some of the most kick-ass equipment out there. Um, and it's not too far from my house. Let's do this. So that, uh, that was probably the most um, interesting, stressful part of my life ever. Um, but also during that time, I, I, I learned a lot. And I met a lot of great people. And I got to shadow at over 30-some breweries and... You know, I got to sit in the trenches with Brad and Jason and Ed Spiteful and grew with them every Thursday, Friday. And I, I really got to see um, what the, not only the brewing industry was about, but also what these craft brewers were doing. Um, and unfortunately, it just, it didn't work out. Break Room was not going in the direction I wanted it to. And uh, I, was, I was just at a point where my stress level was way too high. And at that time, I had a, a wife and kid. And one kid at the time, um, and just it, I needed to make a life adjustment. And that's when my wife and I sat down and said, is it time to invest in ourselves and do microphone? And so we did. We, we bought a 
a three-barrel system, bought some tanks, and we're ready to ship it up to Milwaukee, Wisconsin and set up shop. And then Whoa. Steve Miller was like, hey, I've got a lot of room here at Slapshot. Why don't you set up? And we could use you as our head brewer as well if you want to multitask. Steve's a guy that comes up a little bit, too, on the podcast. He's, he's at Hailstorm he, now, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a <clears throat> traveled veteran, if you will. <laughs> yeah. His name, his name definitely comes up. He's seen a couple breweries. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so without that opportunity, okay. without without that opportunity, I probably would not still be in Illinois. What as crazy the, as that what sounds. Where was Slapshot located? That down in the South Side, uh, right. Colon, okay. in in K Town. Okay, right by the old uh, Home Run Inn Pizza. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. It so was. Good. Uh, it was even the frozen stuff. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's one of the best. That butter Next crust. To Jack's that Home butter, Run Inn. Ooh, that butter crust. I'm Jack's all day. That, and oh, fun, funny fact about that Home Run Inn Pizza. That's the one where there's like serving kids spiked like fruit punch really? that, that <laughs> yeah. <happen>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we went there one day to go get some pizza and there's like ca- news cameras everywhere and we're like what the hell's going on <laughs> here awesome. and that Baltimore night we heard the story we're like oh that. man <laughs> but so no, that's yeah how many of you sitting at this table have doctored up your own jack's pizza at one point or another oh, come oh, on, oh yeah are you kidding me have I you ever made cheese? one just regular with string cheese and string cheese on it anything you could do string cheese i i will a little bit of breakfast sausage garlic always sriracha always sriracha i'll melt i'll melt butter and and brush the crust. I don't care. Italian seasoning. I don't know what's Boom. in it, but I Whatever. put it. Yeah. Up. So, so this is dash. No. <laughs> if you look, if you look at Mike too, he is a string bean. I go yeah. by Mike Dose. Very now. rare in the brewing. Yeah, world. this guy can but eat more I'll than drink anybody anywhere, and drink more yeah. than anybody here. There's and still, he's people that skin and bones. Yeah. So I'm, he, I'm gonna he come comes, in one day. I'm gonna be 300 pounds. He, he <laughs> comes you if you made it. <laughs> Kyle brought in a pizza cook pizza oven. He Mike comes in one day, makes a pizza, and comes back. And he took the pizza, the Jack's pizza, folded it in half, and made a pizza burrito. Yeah, a pizza taco. Pizza taco. Right right? Yeah. Pizza taco. And right I'm there. like, what? And You've what, never called what, the pizza place and just, like, just cut it once and down the middle? But <laughs> it was standard. <laughs> you know, I'm was, I wasn't working with much. We just had the frozen pizza in the back. I just folded it oh, right okay. over and went to town. I was thinking he like, <laughs> threw some ground beef in there, like, put some cilantro. Some pulled pork. Made a legit taco out of it. Oh, that's awesome. Just drizzled cream. some maple syrup because we have a lot uh, of that around he here. He went New York. Dude. He just went New York. New folded Yorker. the whole thing. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty okay, impressive. sorry, I totally just took you off the rails. On no, this. so home run in, slap shot, yep. yeah, and then uh, yeah, unfortunately, slap shot um, had a had a fold up, and that was a that was a scary, scary moment for me because I had a bunch of equipment sitting there. <laughs> Landlords were ready to seize all the property inside, and I'm like, <laughs> no. So we we jumped quick. My wife and I were like, all right, well, let's let's find a location and and get real about this and do our own stuff again, continuing to invest in ourselves. Um, and Kyle was with me at that point. We had met during um, I a, think a, a canning. Speed dating? July of 2015. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, was, I had some volunteers helping can. Okay. Um, that's when we were doing the big-ass cans back in the day. And that was a laborious process. So big I needed as many hands, hands on as dead. I remember seeing those Slapshot cans. Yeah, yeah they were fun. Huge. 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 Um, but yeah, so Kyle and I were like, all right, well, we got to move all this equipment. Let's uh, get a Penske truck and make a few trips. And that's where we move. We stash all the stuff up here at 121 Garlish Nut Grove. And we kind of had it sitting here for a while. And that's when we said, okay, we'll sit it in here. We'll continue to brew you now. You stash it at this space that we're sitting in right now? Yep. yep. And you already, what, you leased the space at that time? We had leased like the space, Yeah. So that's why we're almost on three years Where now. Where are we at? What, what year is this? This is, this is 2015? Uh, this is at the end of 15, yeah. Okay. And that's when we, went, we transitioned over to Unane. We moved our tanks over to Unane. Okay. Jerry, uh, 
Jerry Nelson, was, right? Jerry Nelson was like, hey, I'm not using the brew house every day. I got room. If you want to set up shop, let's do it. And now, do, so, you guys, do you guys consider that contract brewing? I mean, I've heard a lot of it's definitions so weird, of contract yeah. brewing. It's contract brewing, alt prop, but we're not alt propping because alt he's... Prop, yeah. Alt prop, is... Uh, technically, alt prop, you have so. the brewery. It's the microphone brewery for that month. Right. But this is... We were working in a but symbiotic a relationship. Yeah. And so it's it's more contract brewing, but you, the typical contract brewing is where a, you give another brewery a recipe, they use their equipment, they brew their beer, your beer for them, and then it moves on from there. This was a different relationship where we kind of had our own equipment sitting inside of Unerne, um, and it was what it was. So then during that process of being at Unerne for which is almost, I think, a good year, um, we were building out Elk Grove. Oh, okay. And it was funny, too, because Jerry and I were kind of paralleling. Jerry was ready to get out of the city. He wanted to go to Niles. I was up right, here in Elk right. Grove. So you were at Hubbard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep in the deep in the hole over there. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was, it was fun. We, and I don't want to pat ourselves on the back at all, but I will say that we put ourselves through a grind. Kyle and I would get up at three in the morning, get down to Unane, what? get the bottling line ready, package two beers. Traffic, man. Yeah. Don't want to yeah, deal, yeah. deal with it. It's a bitch. We it's get like down there at three in the morning. Boot camp. Yeah. It takes me 15 minutes to get there. We get in. You leave at like 11 and there's no traffic. But here, yeah. There. So we'd, we'd get in at three. We'd package two beers, load up both vans. He'd do his loop of d- deliveries. I'd do my loop of deliveries. We'd finish around 8 p.m. and we'd have two fresh batches of beer out in stores. And the next day, get back in, fill the tanks back up. Get ready to do it all over the next day. Where, where, so we you, were, where are you delivering those beers to at that point? We were in 30 stores. So we were wow. as far yeah. down as, you know, Tinley, open, Tinley open Bar, bottle. Open Bottle. You hitting the Open Bottle early. All, okay. the, way up, all the way up to um, Haynesville and Mundelein. Oh, wow. Um, big concentration in Chicago. A little bit out in so the this is the like suburbs. early 2016, late yeah. 2015. Yep. Okay. Wow. And Kyle doesn't miss those guys, but they, uh, the van chasers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had awesome. to like circle the block a few times just to like get people off my tail. <laughs> yeah. It's a little there's weird. That, there's that Ford Taurus again. It's like, hey guys, I'm I'm gonna go home. I appreciate you not following me now. There's no more stores. Yeah. What, what beers are you delivering at that point? Is that Misty Mountain? So at Unane, no, the first batch we did at Unane was um, Innocent Criminal Blackberry. That's yeah, it was the, the first the one we did. Yeah, milk stout. Don't milk stout. And then a few months, no, not like a month into it. That's when we came out with special sauce, batch one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then that's when we moved to like Mad Flavor. And brought back Rich Girl. With Rich Girl, Rich Girl Blueberries. Blueberry. Um, hey Ya came out of there for the get first fresh time. Flow. Oh, I just had Hey Ya for the first time. Well done. Well done. Thank you. No, Get Galaxy, Fresh Flow is here. Uh, oh. Microphone. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking of Thirsty. Thirsty, thirsty came out of there. there. Yep, yeah. Thirsty. Um, the the special sauce variants. So we had um, Citra Eldorado came out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it so was fun. You, so you're, Space you're bar. Unane and you're in your and you're just throwing down self distro. I mean, and yeah. you're doing how many days a week are you are you at Unane? A couple days. We were there every day. Every yeah. day. Even though we weren't brewing every day, we were. Uh-huh. You know, we were definitely either cellaring or we were cleaning or we were packaging. We were there a lot. I just remember being there at Fourth of July, like four in the morning. And the security guard across the street oh, was just like, yeah, "Hey guys, yeah, <laughs> they're building this good idea. <laughs> they're building this condo. They're building this condo apartment right across the alleyway from Unane. Yeah, I know that space. It's too, tight. Yeah. It's yeah. It was. It was a battle. It made deliveries and crazy, yeah. crazy tough. Hey, Mike, while you're up, you want to go get some beer? <laughs> some blood Mike orange. Too. Some Mike blood orange. Mike too. 
Let's do four blood oranges, bud. <laughs> My um, God. Uh, yeah, so we, we Kyle and I go down there, and, and we're like, are those fireworks? He's like, no, 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 those are gunshots. <laughs> nah, we're like, ooh. And he's like, he's like, you guys should not be down here right now. You guys now. should at least not have this garage door open. Yeah. I mean, you guys he told us some close. stories. You're pretty like, close oh, to, right. like, the United Center, like, that oh, area right the southwest side yeah. of the city, right? Like that, yeah. That but he was telling us a story about how this guy tried to break into this, this condo building, and he was climbing the electrical pole and <laughs> got zapped. And like, Fried. Fried. You got fried. No they shit. had to replace. Ev- Comet had to shut down the whole block and replace everything because the whole alley what? smelled like barbecue, and not the type of barbecue that you want to smell. Say, I've heard. I've heard the opposite. <laughs> it's yeah. not, not that I've ever. It's not a good barbecue. No, and I'm like, no. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, no, I'm, I'm good. Well, then I've, was, got, I've got my stuff to protect me. You were saying like two about? days ago, like, he saw guy. a guy trying to break in and he had to beat him with a like a, a crowbar, a, a pole or a something. Pole, yeah, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I let him get in and then I just wonked him over the head. So I'm like, what? Did he use the and word we're just like, here we are. Yeah. We're just like looking at each other like, like we never like see totally any of this. Over here, yeah. Yeah. Three in the morning, garage was wide open. We're like, whatever. There's street racing down the alley. Melon brewing beer, motherfucker. Let's do this. Yeah. Seriously, uh, we locked out. And I, that was a grind, though. Honestly, getting it was, shot. Apparently, it was. Uh, and I will always, you know, thank Jerry for giving us the opportunity, and Steve from Slapshot for giving us an opportunity to set up shop in their house and do what we had to do and kind of get the brand going. And you know, and Jerry, it's it's the same conversation. You know, he he was at a point where he was getting his new place going, wasn't brewing as much as he used to, and so our kickback to him was making his brewery move afloat, and uh, it worked out for both of us because now we're both in good spots. And he's making some great stuff, Heck too. Yeah. Oh, Heck yeah. Between the Hubbard stuff yep. and, and, yeah, he's making some incredible stuff. I yeah, mean, it's been fun to see him transition from just being a Belgian brewer to kind of, you know, getting in into some fun and yeah. crafty to, stuff. And that guy's so room. black and white. And that's the thing, though. <laughs> I keep telling Jerry, I'm waiting for that Wizard of Oz moment when all of a sudden one day everything is in color. We're like, oh my God. There he is. Well, no, he's just got people driving through the front of his shop. He <laughs> didn't have that at, it, it, on Hubbard, though. No, that's how popular didn't. he is now. Yeah, it's crazy. They need the beer. Got to drive in. Yeah, you got to literally like run through the front door. But the, no, the, that aronia berry thing that he did—that one of the one of the uh, sour, just amazing. Those wild ales that they do are great. So, uh, so you started with you, you're brewing out of their spot, right? Yep. So, okay, let's let, let me dial back a little bit. So when you said you kind of had to pivot, basically uh, uh, based on Slapshot's fold. Um, what are those conversations like with the, with the baby at home and the wife? Like, is that easy? Like, just full support type stuff, or is that like I got to do some some convincing here? It's I, I've got to give my wife a ton of credit because without her, this would not be possible. She brought um, a lot of a lot of smarts to the game and really put us on a tight budget. I wasn't had haven't had a salary since two thousand and like. 15 and so we've been living off of her salary so we had to put on ourselves on a, on a budget and i'm not i'm not saying that we're living poor but uh we were on a budget Look it. Make, yeah. <laughs> thanks that's yeah. just those that's, shoes yeah it's just all natural <laughs> um it was that was one of the things there and then she just she made sure that we were making the right moves and um you know it I'll, I'm, I'm honest about everything so the company is 100 percent owned by my wife and i we have a small bank loan and then we have a, a loan from her parents um and those you know will be taken care of soon um but with without how's that work you just pay that off 
little by little, or you just wait till you get the, the bank. The, well, the bank loan's number one. The bank loan has to be taken care of first. That's just how it works. They'll come get you. Yeah, but I mean, here, here's the the uh, the beauty or the sad part about the brewing industry. The minute you get you get ahead is the minute you start investing that money back in a stainless and more equipment and more space. Yeah, no. So we're getting ready to do that. Um, I guess you're the first kind of person to know, but I have submitted plans to expand our current location. Um, if you don't mind, I'll go d- step back real quick. That's fine. And say Please. that I uh, was going to open a second location. It was going to be Microphone Beer Co. up in Madison, Wisconsin, across the street from Levi Funk and Funk Factory. Um, I had been eyeing that building up for years and this goes back to before having this spot here when i was talking about either being in milwaukee or in madison i had talked to levi's landlord levi's landlord had a building across the street from levi that was available um it just he wasn't ready to move on it so we kind of scrapped that um flash forward a few months ago and i had talked to the landlord and he's like hey i'm ready now to do it let's do it so we had um plans to go forth we had everything situated i was in deep conversations with the neighborhood and the city. Um, we've got a brew house sitting up in Madison, Wisconsin right now, ready to go. But as we thought more and more about it, and we thought more about what we were doing here in Elk Grove, we decided that our, our resources are better kept here. Our culture that we built with our staff is, is better just having one location. Um, and then my time trying to do two breweries at once is going to take away from a lot of things, be it my family, my kids, um, and these guys too. So we we'll, miss you. I was gonna say, love, I can tell. <laughs> so with that, it's Mr. Musk, Mr. Set. They'll tell you when I'm on the road, they don't miss me. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So we decided that hey, let's just let's just look at what we can do around here. Can we get another building? Can we expand? And us three went and we kind of shopped around. We saw some buildings around here and. It just didn't make sense to try to move equipment across the industrial park to, to do it. It would be a lot more work than it should be. And then timing worked out where there's a, a space opening up next to us. And it's going to work out, hopefully, as I envision it. And we'll be able to double the tasting room. I'm sure there'll be no hiccups or <laughs> yeah, I know. along the way. That's yep. why I'm not saying too much because I, I went through the ringer for a year and a half just getting this place open. So... We've got a really good relationship now with the city and everybody on the staff over there, but you never know. So, um, yeah, we're going to we're gonna go fully committed here to Elk Grove in Chicago and expand this place um, and do some cool stuff next door. I don't want to give away too much secrets, but no, we've, got, I, yeah. we've got something really cool planned for up front. And then, I'll be honest, I didn't come in here expecting to hear that. That's, that's yeah. awesome. No. And then, I mean, I, I'm shopping for Canning Lands right now, so that's... That's Canning. always been our goal. Canning. That's always been our goal. I'm not about Making to. I'm not about to can through mobile canning because I take pride in packaging our own beer. That's one thing that I will always, always do. It's we package. We make this beer. We should be able to package it. That's. I. I don't. I don't want to. It's about me, but the, this podcast is kind of that. That. That feeling like that. This podcast was kind of that. Those stories that I wanted to hear. I. I love the self-distro and the self you know the self-packaging stories i mean that's kind of what draws me into this world and what's what makes me want to do a podcast about this this industry um i love to hear you say that you know i want to get the can and i want i want to have everything kind of touch your hands yeah i mean for most people who don't know and i've gotten so much shit from this for the last few years like why don't you go to cans why don't you go to cans everybody's going to cans i'm like because they're not canning it 16 ounce cans they're not canning it they're these guys are not making a they're probably making a dime, but they're not making much more than a dime off of it. 
which I can't. I need to make money to pay these guys. We pay them handsomely. They're they're worth it. We've got. I'll talk to you guys off mic. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a whole tasting room to take care of. We've got insurance to take care of. I've got a lot of things to take care of, um, and we take pride in packaging our own equipment, our own our own beer. Um, so that's why you've invested. We've got. I own two different bottling lines right now. I've got the 750 machine and the 12 ounce line, and. The minute we get to a space where we have more room, because if when you get to cans, you need to stock up on cans. Um, and if well, as you, you can see buy here, pallets of them, and yep. there's three hundred thousand cans, you yep. know, whatever the the minimum is. Yeah, and, and we don't want to move that line around. We don't want to have to be bringing that line in here and shaking it and disrupting it and having to try to fix it all the time. So I want a dedicated spot for packaging, and that's not to say that we're going to get rid of our other lines. We're going to have three different options at all times. Cool, um, but. Yeah, it's just it's important for us to 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 do it and to own our our own stuff and 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 take pride in that part of it. Well, people start to hit you know craft beer nerds, geeks, junkies, whatever you want to call craft beer people. You know, they they get to that point where it's like, okay, bombers bombers financially are, are can get can get crazy on you. You know, depending on yeah where you're buying them all that. So so the sixteen ounce can obviously is more popular. If you read posts and the internet, you'd probably be like, they must taste better coming out of sixteen ounce. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. may keep it a little fresher or something. I don't know. Is that is that is that a real thing? No. Do they keep it fresher? I mean I you think know. about it, you're packaging on a bigger, wider oh. opening, so there's more <laughs> oxygen potentially getting in there. Obviously the cane lines now are pretty well done, but when I was canning on that big ass canning line, it was it was bad. We were getting so much oxidation really fast because we had no way to prevent it. So that's why we scrapped that canning line quick because we knew it wasn't going to be what we wanted the quality of our beer to be. Um, and that, I mean, I, honestly though, I get it. You know, the, there's a wall of fatigue and there's people being like, "Hey, I can't drink a whole 750 by myself." That's why we went into the 12 ounce bottles. That's why to you give marry a that. woman who likes craft beer. What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's that easy. My wife. Just I know. I'm like seven hundred fifty. She's a keeper. She looks awesome. off the record. She, she, yeah, she looks like she looks like him. She's got nice. She's nothing. Nice. She's, weighs one hundred five pounds. <laughs> she'll be in later. I'll let you talk to her about it. She might be like, "How much does he pay? Get paid?" <laughs> so yeah, so we're 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 gonna invest here and you know expand our operation. But also you know, since day one, I've said I don't want to be the next. I don't want to be the next big brewery. I don't. I want to stay fresh, hyper-local. What um, do you mean next big brewery when you say don't want to be the next big brewery? Size, Quantity. Like Quantity. Size is like big? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, like? I, I, I look at Rev. I mean, Rev, Rev oh, went Rev? from a brew pub to owning the market. Those guys are, those guys are, those guys are amazing what they've done in yeah. such a short amount of time. It's incredible. Um, and I think, honestly, I think they are the, the big Chicago brewery. I mean, Goose obviously is Goose, but yeah, it well, doesn't fit the qual- uh, category. Rev's kind of the gold standard, I yeah, think. Yeah, Lagunitas already had, world. you know, it was easy to come Petaluma, in and do what they do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rev kind of really has become the big Chicago brewery. This this 12,000 square foot building we have is my, my max dream. Out of here, we can do what we need to do. Um, we're, we're seven barrel tanks, we're 15 barrel tanks. I get a lot of people telling me, you need to get rid of all these tanks and get 30s. We'll never do 30s. Who, I promise you this. Who are these people telling you that? Like, other... <laughs> There's more people than you think. Are these yeah. just people? Like, are these just... No, they're... they're Facebookers or, like, these are, like, industry no, people? They're, no, they're, they're, they're other brewers who are doing it. Yep. And I just... I, I look at myself and I go... I see... I, I've seen 
I was a craft beer guy. I was a craft beer nerd who, sh- who are, shopped around. You? And sh- I do. Still I go hunting? to every city. Yeah, I do. I, yeah. I love to see what's out there and see what. And, but I also know that you can never supply your demand. The minute you supply your demand, you're sitting on shelves and you're not becoming relevant or important. Shelf turd. You don't want to be a shelf turd. Never. But I mean, and then the minute you're a shelf turd, then you go, okay, let's move to a new market. The minute you move to a new market, you've got to have marketing teams. You've got to have distribution. Those are things that we don't want to play with because Losing the person this is us. This is us. This is who we are. We're at a hand's reach at all times. And I want it that way. We don't go to distribution very much. I mean, I know a lot of people hate that about us. Dude, you guys were out of distribution for a while, right? From Thanksgiving right until just that? last week. Five I was going to say, yeah. all of a sudden I walked into Iron and Glass over in, in Romeoville, and there were stacks of, like, hey and stuff. I'm like, what yeah, we the came back. happened? Like, it was... You're always told that January and February could be doldrum months. No one's going to come drink. It was wrong. the opposite here. <laughs> it was... We did not... We couldn't have brewed more, but it was it was insane. There was a moment when our walking cooler was empty. We had four beers on tap, and at one day we didn't have an IPA. You had which, four beers on tap. Once? Yes, four out of the twelve wow. were available. Yeah, it was a weird day, and we're like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" So people were pissed. They, oh yeah, <laughs> they weren't happy. I don't have an IPA. Actually, so, I have an IPA. My IPA. So yeah, we've. There's nothing we can do, but we like we like to keep it fresh and rotating. And you know, the beer you're drinking right now is a, a blood orange hefeweizen. I was just I can't make a thirty barrel a batch of that. Beer. It's gonna just sit around and go dead. But a seven barrel batch, we put that on tap, and people come in and drink it, get some crawlers to go home with it, and next thing you know, it's gone, and we do something else fun and creative. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed uh, last year. The, the, is it light as a feather? Was that what the name? Have, that's Ka- that's that's Kyle's first beer. Yeah, it's heavy as a feather. It's heavy uh, as a feather. Hey, yep. Give him, give him some a, pound, man. He's not loading oh, some load. I, don't even know. I thought you were playing. Skiles. <laughs> the guy. That's the guy. Heavy as a pound. That's one pound. No, yeah, that was a lactose paleo yeah, with uh, Ella and Enigma. Yep. Yeah. It was super delightful. Yeah, I bought that one a few times at uh, various spots. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. No. No. You got him talking. Really I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I know I feel like we've ignored you guys. Mike's got a really good story going. So. Oh, yeah. No, feel I'm free to interject. No, I'm <laughs> captivated right now. I love listening to a story. I'm re- chapter <laughs> six <laughs> is where it gets really good. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. It gets better. <laughs> but <laughs> as you can see, we're sitting in this little tank farm here. We do have a lot of tanks. Um, yeah, you do. But we're going to get a lot more. But I mean, size. Well, I mean, comparatively speaking to some of these other. Yeah. No, we that's what we keep it. The. We keep it small. Actually, I told Steve at Slapshot, I'll never use a 15. And now I've got a lot of 15s here. It, I, I, I but like I will say, I think 15 is the max I feel comfortable with. I feel that um, we can we can move it in an appropriate amount of time where it's it's not, if you're coming in and getting that last bottle, it's still fresh. I would hate to see that person Word. come in and get the last yeah. bottle and be like, it's a little old. I hope yeah, you enjoy it. It's prime. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that stuff. So... No, That's why we stick to the sevens and fifteen. It's something I didn't realize about you guys, and I and I follow you guys closely. I mean, I've been I've been a fan for a while now, so I, I, I'm not uh, I'm I'm no stranger to letting people know that I'm a I'm a huge fan of the the breweries that I come talk to. I mean, it's not a it's not like I'm coming here to ask you tough questions and beat you up. I'm, I want I want to hear all the good stuff, and mm-hmm. and I love your beer. So for me. I, I didn't realize that you were like working towards this personal touch because you know we've talked uh, about uh, some of the social media and stuff. People get brutal and people get get dirty and, and it's it's whether you're it's a release that they had to wait in line for or they didn't get one or whether you're not you're not making enough or this wasn't this or there's a festival like whatever it is. Um, 
I didn't realize though that you guys are th- th- how personal you're trying to keep it. I always think though, like a lot of people just have those big eyes for like I want to get bigger, want to get bigger, want to get bigger. For me, I'm this. I prefer that personal connection, and that's kind of what this is. I want people to have that personal connection with the beer. So I want the once you stories. start getting bigger, you just lose. You don't get to taste every beer that's going out the door. Right. We don't have an eye on everything. And, <laughs> and that's few, when I mean, mistakes uh, happen. A few years ago, it was the whole, you know, get big, get sexy, get bought out. It's, that sounds so dirty. It, it's, it sounds so <laughs> gross. And it, it's, it's, people ask me all the time, so if somebody comes knocking on the door, would you, would, you, would you sell? And I'm like, I mean. They're like five million. Sure. Yeah, if you're, you're going to drop this big, yeah. big check out of my desk and say, take it. You know, that's the American dream. Mm-hmm. But we're also not building our company to be that sexy brewery that's going to be bought out. You can't replicate what we do here. You can't. And we're not ever going to be approached to be bought out because of that. We, we definitely are not scalable right, right. the way we're doing it. Oh, um, and, and these, the, the, not the, this beer, but the, the pale popper, like the, the New England and stuff, like you can't sit those on the shelves at ma- you know, mass quantities mm-hmm. for months, you know? No. So, yeah, we're, we're here just to, I mean, honestly, when when we sat down and talked about, okay, why are we doing Madison? And my wife said, why are we even doing a second location? And, and part of it was me just being, me, me was being just, you know, selfish and being like, I want to move back to Wisconsin. I miss Wisconsin. Um, and then she's like, but okay, take that out. What else? And it wasn't that we're not trying to be millionaires. We're just trying to have fun and do this. And the second location would just have had a, added a layer of more stress and not make a good quality of life. So, and I mean that's that's just it. We're 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 not here to be the next big brewery. We're not here to be the next billionaires off of beer. Um, we're just here to have fun, and I want to make sure that we're taking care of these guys who work here, which we almost have a staff of ten now. Plus, I want my kids. You said ten like it was like this huge number. It is. It, is. Well, it just is. started with me. <laughs> world. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's where you go back to the beer called One Man Wrecking Machine. That's because I did it all. I mean, yeah. For a long time, I recently, was, right? You just uh, yeah, we'd repopped it again. Yeah. But for a long time, a long time, it was just me, and I quickly realized there's no way I can do this by myself. So I, that's when I needed my wife to get more involved. I needed to bring on some people. Um, so to have a group of ten is 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 more than I know for a lot of breweries our size. Right. No, absolutely. Um, and they're all taken taken good care of financially. We give them the hours they need if they're working up front. And it, that, that's, that's rewarding to us. It's more rewarding to us than buying more tanks or becoming the next big brewery mm-hmm. is to have these guys have a place that they know they can come here, work, be financially set, have fun, and then, you know, make an impact on what we're doing. And then on, on top of that, it's just making sure my kids are taken care of. Uh, that was my dad's whole thing. And fortunately, my dad passed away early, but um, his, his whole motto was make your kid's life better than your life and so he did that for me and you know i was the first palin to go to college um and graduate from college um and he he busted his butt you know working insane hours at miller brewing company um to 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 afford the life that we had um and that's what i'm trying to do for my kids is, is make sure that they have the life that i feel is what they want and they're taken care of and they don't have any any issues, so those are my my main priorities at this point. It's it's that. Yeah. So you you're married. I have a couple of kids. Uh, Mike one. Mike Deuce. You you married? I have a ki- fiance. I am oh, engaged. Close. 
Yes. So Kyle's just out there crushing, right? Uh, he's, just crushing. <laughs> he's just out there crushing. So Kyle, what, what was your what was your uh, ride along? For this? <laughs> that couldn't be further from the. Just hold on. He's got to he's got to take that. He's got to rewind it back. <laughs> What are you going to do some damage control right now? No, 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 no. Yeah, you keep... Like, yeah, uh, sorry, girlfriend. Bring on the questions. So <laughs> <laughs> is, is this the love connection? Are we on a love connection? Yeah. So, guys, just so you know, Kyle is single, and he's ready to mingle. No. Um, <laughs> girls, 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 girls. Thank girls. you. Dudes, too, if it's... Uh, I mean, if that's what you're into. Um, you know, it's no. 2018. Who gives a shit, right? <laughs> right. Whatever so, falls into his lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> so, Kyle, what what was your part in that? I mean, Mike just told this great story. Like, you're part of this. Like, you were, you were part of that ride from the early days, too. Employee so, number one. So, where'd you, where'd you jump on the employee train? employee number one. Like, I, uh, I know he mentioned it, but this kind of... Like, what, what was your perspective on the whole thing? Basically, when I came into the he picture... He not talk now. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can think about. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, when I came into the picture, Mike was just started doing his... He's just laughing at me now. Can I embarrass you again? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He hurt. tells he it tells it better hurt. than I tell it. So this is this is the funniest story ever. So <laughs> that's a hard sell right there. That's a, it's not that so, funny. You gotta follow through on that. Uh, so so I'm I using this the old candy line we did with the big ass cans, it took about eight people to, to package, which was insane. So I was at that point kind of desperate for help and was like, hey. You know, Don't say pe- people would come and visit for me. Yeah, I'm no, no, no. Uh, but people would come down and help out. Must have been desperate. So for we had buddy. a guy who came and he brought a few of his friends to help. And so the day he comes in, he comes in, and this guy comes in with swishy tearaway pants. They're sweatpants. A, yeah, a big no, sweatshirt. <laughs> no, definitely not. Backwards hat, and then big ass blue blocker glasses. Damn and, son. And I think probably about four hours into the day, they he takes them off, and he's still Fuck just yeah, bloodshot. <laughs> it's just super the, hungover. Just all the cocaine. Just <laughs> yeah, just he went on a bender. Cocaine and strippers. <laughs> so it was a three month bender, and he was still riding high. And that's how I met Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on board ever since. <laughs> yep. He's like, yep. That's I want my kind of guy. <laughs> I picked his keys out of the fishbowl, and uh, <laughs> everybody needs a guy like me. We around, had so. seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I that's mean, that's the intro. There it is. Yeah. So I basically. <laughs> There's your I, epilogue. Let's go. Yeah. My friend and I just basically stalked him online and asked him, "Hey, you know, you need any help?" And he's like, "Yeah, for sure I do." So we just came down and started helping. And I was super hungover, I guess. And uh, <laughs> I, guess I did. I, I got the job done. Yeah. And, like, apparently. <laughs> and then basically, I don't know. Everybody, all my friends, just kind of like, "Oh, you know, I got better stuff to do," and I just kind of hung around and. This is how the relationship started. I <laughs> was, just didn't leave him alone. Yeah, and to Kyle's credit, too, there was, there's some like stuff it. that people won't do if you come and volunteer, right? A lot of volunteers will help move beer from here no, to there. And, no, no, I'm good. Yeah, and, that. yeah and, and, but there's also the guy who jumps into a kettle and scrubs it for two hours to make sure that it's, it's cleaned for the next brew. Um, there's Not the guy. Kyle, there's the guy who's yes, like that was him. Yeah, that there's was the guy, guy who <laughs> nice. who will who will go down at 
three in the morning sitting here. Start <laughs> go, down. go down. Here, there's a guy who will go down to the brewery street. to make sure that it is locked up because I have a crazy mental disorder where I don't trust myself. And I think I, I locked the door. iron on. Like, well, don't worry, it's three in the morning. I can get there in fifteen minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. so he and he he proved to me that he was ride or die. He was not just here for free beer. He was here to to help. And when's that beer coming out? Ride or die. Yeah. The, when's the DMX brand beer coming out? <laughs> we have too many of those. Rough riders all day. <laughs> Stop, drop, open up shop now. So we so, go all day. So that's it. Just, just that's how you. That's how you jumped on this train. Pretty much. I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to jump on. Honestly, <laughs> no. Okay, so I mean, if you want to go back in my history, yeah, I was already you come from um, homebrewing, and I happened at the time I happened to be starting a brewery with one of my friends, and we had investors and. Like he you. Knew, he knew those investors. Possibly you. <laughs> hey, good to you. It's called prestigious, prestigious <laughs> worldwide. Wide, 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 wide. Boats and hoes. Um, where was I? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I had investors worldwide. and he knew them. They were. Can I, can I put names to that? If you want to put names, I wasn't going to so, put names. Do it, Mike. So, Kyle comes to the homebrewer. He's helped me out. We're good. We're rolling strong. And he has an opportunity to become the co head brewer of a brewery opening up in Villa Park. And the, the owners are Sonny and Perry, who own Ardmore Station Liquor Store. And so I'm delivering to them. I know those guys. We're, 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 I'm constantly giving them feedback. We're bouncing stuff I've, off. I've already solved the problem, but I'm going to let you keep going. <laughs> keep so, going. Kyle, Kyle comes to me and says, I don't think I'm ready to become a, a head brewer. I, I, I need to l- learn a lot, and I've learned that from hanging out with you, that I need to shadow you for a lot longer, so I'm not ready to go do that. I'm like, then tell them. And I'm, I'm willing to say to you, I will now commit to you to have a salary, and you can be comfortable working with me. And so he approached Sonny and Perry and told those guys straight up, hey, it's not, I'm not ready for you. I think you need somebody else. Um, and that has become more brewing. And so I named more brewing. I mean, you can ask those guys. It's you know we we were we were deep in the trenches, hanging out with Sonny and Perry, getting this thing off the ground. And you know, Kyle, like I said, was going to be head brewer with this other guy named John. And um, through through my advice, they they found a different brewer. I didn't give them. Sh- I didn't pass on yeah. Sean. I actually went to go hire Sean. I went to go hire Sean, and Sean's a like previous relationship with Sean, right? Like, yeah, you wanted yeah. him here, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to go. Actually, I went to go. We went to Ram for lunch. Um, we had very few options over here. We went to Rammy's, Kuma's, and Ram all the time for there lunch while we were building yeah. this place out. And Olive had, Garden, not Olive Garden, Ooh. of course. Hey, of course. When you're there, your family. Um, so yeah, I had Italy. <laughs> I had talked to Sean and said, "Hey, you know, we're looking to bring on somebody else. Are you interested?" And he's like, "Actually, I just accepted a job." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Well, you you can know because you've helped them out a lot. It's more." And I'm like, "Dude, that is the best situation for Sean and the best situation for Sonny and Perry." And Definitely. it's case in point. Look what's already happened. So yeah, he's crushing, flying, it. I mean, flying. Yeah. No, he's yeah. doing great things. It. It's awesome. It's so awesome. So should probably encourage him to do the podcast. I'm happy for Sunny and Perry. Yeah, no, it's it's the other yeah. birds that they picked after me. I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> it worked out so good. It's 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 That's awesome. awesome yeah. yeah. So they're actually they're Just hosting they're hosting our after party after our smells like a beer fest. Oh, cool. Uh, we're, we're we're you know. You've done a couple we, beers with him too in the recent one beer here, well, yeah, yeah. One? Okay. yeah, yep. But uh, yeah, we, I mean, I just I just hung out with those guys in St. Louis, and we're 
you know we're 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 neighbors we're real close ah, it's so nice it's we're so dealing nice. with it's the same issues in yeah this industry to see like the the love and the camaraderie i mean camaraderie i hate that word but you know it's 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 cool it's cool to see yeah we're dealing with the same issues we're dealing with you know learning as we're going um figuring out what's what's the next move and how do we work in a good relationship and but yeah so but back to kyle yeah Kyle's like, wait, what? Back to me. <laughs> Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> right, back to the cocaine and strippers. Let's yeah, go. I don't know how we okay. got into that. So, so, <laughs> so you, 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 you settle in here. So what's your role been like? I mean, like, what, what's, what's day-to-day? My like, day-to-day? What, 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 when it's one and two, when it's, when it's just you guys, like, what's happening? When it was just us? Yeah, when it's just you and Mike. Like, Mike and I... I'll- did everything. We did everything together. Um, were you guys wearing the general contractor's hats too while you were building this place out? I mean, how much of I this was, did you have did. to deal with? Like, oh, with like building it out? Did <laughs> I, was I like, deal nah, with it? I was out getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, Mike I mean, was there was a few months of me just like, hey, Mike, you know, uh, I remember that. Remember that bottle line? <laughs> I had that hard drive on it. Did you look at it? He's like, no, Kyle. I don't have time. Remember you <laughs> texted me like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it went quiet so, for a while." Like, yeah, because we were working at Unane, and it was okay. just nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And all of a sudden, it was like, "This is our last brew day at uh, Unane," and happened to be a pain in the ass brew day too. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't anything for just like months. And I'm just like, "Hey." Am I still working for you? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. We had nothing to do. We had nothing to do. He was building out the brewery, and there's not so much. So microphone I, beer just stopped for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sucked. What? Like, how many months? Like, four? Uh, no. So from Thanksgiving until March of 2017. Uh, felt 17. like three years. So oh. almost, yeah. And Jesus. I was bleeding, just bleeding money. Yeah, yeah. It was... It was <laughs> we, we, like, when we first started making beer, we didn't have much money for more equipment i'm right, like right. well i need another we tri-clamp our, like how yeah. do i how do i take it off can i take the tri-clamp off that tank we're yeah. not using that tank we were down um, to our last dollar honestly and i had to tell the city hey if you don't give me approval to get going right now we're, we're, we're done we can't even go we choke yeah. we fold. and literally there was an issue here where the the inspector's like all right as long as you promise me it's fixed next week i'll let you start oh, yep. so what was that relationship like from start to finish with elk grove I mean, well, first of all, why Elk Grove Village? Yeah, so we were sick of driving into the city. I live in Park Ridge, and to drive from Park Ridge to so three where in the was, wasn't that fun? No, no, no. So for, to, for initially, for me to drive from Park Ridge to um, where Slapshot was in Little Village was just a a long, depressing drive. And by the time you got there, you were just exhausted, and then you you, you fought your way back home to get the kids and. Hour it was there, rough. It was rough. Back. Yeah, it was I'm hours, picture, hours. I'm, I'm, I'm in your shoes right now, just visually. Right Two now. hours of just driving in a day. It's making me sad. Right oh, it, now. It, no, and, and and this is this is the sad part of it is that it's not me sitting in a car and doing nothing. It's me driving through the heroin highway and seeing those people on the side of the street and and and, and just it, it, it takes a toll on you. Yeah. And then Unane was just it was just not it was just a log jam driving down the Kennedy. It's like. Cool. Here oh, I yeah. am. That's, it's yeah. it's fun making beer, you know. but when you just drove an hour in traffic to do what you love, you're just kind of just like, ah. yeah. You need like a like a podcast or something to listen to about beer. Beer. There you go. Beer. Oh, you're a lot better. It's marketed. Boom. I know Nailed this guy. It. Anyways, go. So ahead. yeah. So then I, when we looked at places to for buildings, we were like, all right, no more than 15 minutes from my house, and not in Chicago. So I live in Park Ridge, which. Literally, if you jump over my street, you're into Chicago. Okay. So we're not going that way. We're going this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
as serendipitously as it is, we found this building here. And it was one of three buildings I looked at. And I said, this has the meat and bones for what I want to do. And we wanted to do a, a, a brew package deliver scenario. Brew not a tasting room. Deliver. Yep. Right. Not a tasting room. Brew package deliver. Straight production facility. Nothing so sexy. What's going on behind that door over there was not in the plans. That initially. was going to be. We're parking the vans up front. We're good to go. We're going to have a pool table up there. And this used to be a oh, sweet yeah. parking garage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the plan. It was like, yeah, and it literally on on the worst days, I'm here in 15 minutes. Best days, I can be here in 10 minutes. So it's great. Boom. Um, and I can pass up the freeway. The multiple options to get home. It's great. And for Kyle, he was. It's lives. also 15 minutes away from me. So. Yeah, so it's perfect. He was thinking of me while not so thinking Kyle of me. As well, so yeah, sweet. for Kyle. But what I didn't realize is that Elk Grove does not have any. I think they have one bar. They do not have any breweries. That's fucking crazy. And the mayor is. Yeah, he's, he's kind of opposed to, to, to these kind of establishments. The booze? So we had to really persuade and convince. Um, and during that process, I got, I mean, Kyle will tell you, I was going to, I was going to say, all right, let's just forgo this lease and move to Madison. The mayor did not get us putting a brewery in the back of an industrial parking lot. Yeah. yeah. He's like, why there? Why not up in like our town? I'm like, uh, where's your town? And, yeah. and like, you don't get it. Like, look at three Floyds. Like they're in the back of the middle of right, nowhere. Right. Like the guards out in the middle of nowhere. Like. So yeah, I had to go and do a lot of convincing, and then um, then Alston in that year, Alston Rapier names us best new brewery in Illinois. Um, Beer Advocate names us one of the best new breweries in the country, and I'm out at the uh, the Rapier Awards. And Trevor from DeGuard goes, "Just wait, man, life's about to get nutty." Like, what do you mean? He's like, "You're on the map now, and <laughs> you need to you need to make sure that you can capitalize on that." What do they base that off of? What's what's that award based off of the rape beer stuff? Is that is that a, a specific beer that hit or like just sales or is this like hype? I'm gonna go to the bathroom for this. <laughs> I'm gonna join you. I, I, I that's weird. Yeah, that. If you guys want to go to the bathroom together? It's fine. I don't care. I'll talk to Mike Deuce. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I honestly let's think that there the is. Bathroom. Mics are mobile. We're incredibly <laughs> lucky to get that award. I don't think it has as much relevance as it did. Well, I just wondered. Drew said the same thing. Drew Fox at 18th Street. He mentioned, you know, that was that's what really hit for him when he yeah. got best best new brewery in Indiana, <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like he was he had to turn and burn. Like he's just turning beer, turning beer, and he's like, I, I made mistakes. You know, he yeah. said he said I was turning beers after seven days. You know, like stuff I shouldn't have been doing, and and you know he learned from it. But yep. I just wondered like what into that went into that award. Are they what, even what are the parameters that? exactly? Like, yeah, that, do they I'm explain it too. to you? Or they they just, don't. Like, they like, don't. Dude, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, hey, we love don't. you, man. Here's an award. I heard it's kind of like there's some gr- there's some people on the ground in each state that tell tell the some Joe shoppers. over at Rape Beer. <laughs> This is the brewery to look at. Yeah. Um, but it, hey, it did wonders for us. And I met Trevor from DeGuard, and he's like, push to get a tasting room. I know that's it's not easy, but but do it. Was he was he like the voice? Was he the voice in your head? Yeah, for like sure. He was the guy? He was the guy. And so we came that's back. Awesome. and I, you were like 100% doing a full production and, space. And look, I mean, I, and I, it, it's not new. There's breweries that have tasting rooms in an industrial park, but this oh, is shit. a no, sleepy no, little absolutely. industrial park in the middle of nowhere. It's a huge industrial park. The number one in the country. It's biggest, right? Yeah. yeah. So we had to go back to the city to now get them to approve a tasting room. And that's when the mayor was like, whoops, Ooh. no. So 
I gave him a, a good pitch in front of the whole board, and and thankfully some of the board members were like, no, 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 this is this is what we do. This is exciting. This is great for the city. You should do this. Take, take me there. Take me to that day. It was Mike P. Don in a suit and tie. Uh, no, no, no. I'm wearing. Oh, I'm wearing a straight, Canadian tuxedo, basically. Ooh, straight oh denim. Got a denim, denim, denim pants. Because it's microphone blue. shirt. It's microphone blue. Microphone shirt and then a microphone denim jacket. And uh, boom. I'm in there and just I'm just being honest. I mean, that's that's what I've learned about life. I used to go into companies and pitch. But what I've learned about life is just be honest and just tell people what they want to hear. From what, your A and R days, what, what you, yeah, like digital what, marketing. Just tell people what you feel, not what they want to hear. What you feel and convince them that you are the expert in what you're doing. Um, and I did, and and he's like, all right, well, give me some time. He's like, and this is like a verbatim quote. He said, "You are an intel- intelligent businessman, and I'm 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 going to give you the benefit of the doubt." And so he did, and he went and he visited Church Street. He talked to the mayor of Itasca, and he told me the Chet, mayor. Is, Chet is the default mayor of Itasca. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, right. And maybe that's it. But he told he told me that the mayor of Itasca said, "If you don't do this, you're an idiot." And so he came back and he said, "All right, correct. I'm convinced. Don't prove me wrong." And so, since that day, or actually since opening, he's like, "I've gotten 30 phone calls on after opening weekend. All of them were positive." He's like, "Here's my cell phone number." You call me when you need something, and we'll make it work. As long as it makes sense for the business, it makes sense for me. And so that's the relationship we have now. So when we did Pale Popper cool. last year, he was like, how can we help as long as it goes to charity? This year again, we, we, we pitted, hey, we're not doing Pale Popper, but we're doing Smells so Like a Beer Fest. What was the reasoning behind not, not doing it as Pale Popper Day? Uh, Pale Popper became something it, it just it wasn't meant to be. So Pale Popper was... Um, the idea of a friend of ours named Fitz, Beery Fitz. Beery Beer, Fitz. Beer, Beer, Beer also Fitz. has yeah. a middle name, Joseph. Just yeah, he's a Joseph there. too. So he's yeah, our son? he's our traveling guy. He comes with us on the road to all the fests and stuff like that, and he always travels with me. Um, Fitz? Fitz, yep. He, uh, <laughs> That's so funny. He, uh, <laughs> he's talking about Fitz. Yeah, yeah. Fitz? It was what? one of these like random things where he's like, let's just, let's just do something. So since we all didn't get tickets, let's just throw a, a bottle share or something. And... Uh, you know, what's the opposite of a Dark Lord? A Pale Popper. And so that's kind of where it started. Oh, uh, okay. I had tanks. But at it wasn't like an animosity. Like, no. a, like, a, like I want to be the opposite of Dark Everyone Lord. Everyone thinks I hate Dark Lord. I hate Three Floyds. Not a oh, chance, pff, right? I, respect them, man. I've got half my merchandise that I wear is from Three Floyds. <laughs> Nick is amazing. Nick gave Drew and me our first box of Amarillo for 18th Street. That's awesome. Um, those guys are those guys are those guys are legends. I yeah. do not hate them at any any bit at all. Um, in fact, we know a lot of guys from their packaging team that come here all the time. Um, it was just we didn't get tickets. We know a lot of people that didn't get tickets. Let's throw something. So we did a bottle share the first year. The next year we did that thing at Slapshot, which became insane. It was hey, we're releasing a beer. We're having band come for free hangout. Yeah. Um, and that's when I we had homebrew pouring there. We, we took the yeah. Did you really? Yeah. We took the, the twenty four ounce cans. Started. We dipped the bottom in wax and flipped it over. So we had yeah. bottom wax cans. Like it was a what? total joke, right? <laughs> and then also like people are like, "Hey, are you doing pale popper next year?" And we're like, "Well, slapshot space is no longer available." And then Gus from Fishman's is like, "Hey, we've got the whole backspace. Let's do it there." So we're like, "All right, we'll make this this traveling fest." Um, and then last year we got into this space and people are like, "Again, you doing pale popper?" Like, sure. And Why the hell not? numerous breweries reached out like, hey, can we be part of it? Can we be part of it? And it just became this big festival with a bottle release that 
it, it became, I, I get it from a consumer standpoint, it became like this anti-Dark Lord. It became this opposite event, and that's not what it was supposed to be. So when when sitting down and doing what we wanted to do this year, we're like, are we doing it? And we're all like, let's just, let's just not. It's not worth it. It's not what we want it to be. We'll do something if we're not, if we're not around, which actually this year doesn't work because Beer Under Glass is on Friday before Dark Lord. Then there's Luplin Carnival down in St. Yeah. Louis. So these guys are headed down there. Um, there's also uh, the Hop Review has their super fresh event. There's just a bunch going on that day. So it worked out perfectly. We're not doing it. Um, but we did the beer, and that's what we had first here today. And we're going to continue yeah, to the, the beer, beer. The beer was outstanding. And I'm, whether that be fanboying out or not, but that, it, was, it was really good. It's my first experience with Pale Popper. So I, I, I read that you know on, on social media when you, when you post things, like, sure, you're kind of marketing and you're kind of saying, like, uh, you know, like the, you're giving best foot forward, but you guys said you were proud of it. Not everybody puts that. You know, like, we're proud of this beer. Like, it came out really well. Like, I, I think it did. I think it came out awesome. I'll let these guys Mike, tell. Mike Dose. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's any if you, problem with, if you've forgotten. with being proud of something, <laughs> yeah. with being proud of your work. We put a lot of hard work into um, all of the product that we put out. So. It was really good. Yeah, absolutely. It's dank. It's, it's, it's yeah, right, right. Definitely. It's, it's, that, thing, dank, it's that thing that's like, uh, I don't know, you talk about ebbs and flows and the way that things move and people are loving like the juice bombs. I personally love the big juice bombs. I love all the stuff coming out of Transient and here, you know, you guys. And like I just told you off mic, you know, I just had narrow gauge for the first time. Nice. I love those juice bombs. But like when you can marry that mouthfeel and that look and that feel of a beer and then also throw a little dank at me too, man, that's, that's, I think a lot of guys are starting to think like, hmm, I kind of miss that, you know? That's what I was telling you earlier. That's how we're going to do that side bends or sit ups on oh, Tuesday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get back into some of that that bite. Yeah, get a, get a little little bite on the back end. It's mm-hmm. not bad, right? Crisp. So the most important question for me as the podcaster here is is how do I get how do I get tickets to the bean the the, the smells like a fest? Oh, I've got and a couple up? for you right here. What do we have? Like three hundred left, something like that. Yeah, we did yeah, a lot. couple hundred. Was that was that just like a wild, wild day when those tickets went on sale? I'm in like all these really hardcore beer groups on mm-hmm. Facebook now since I've been doing the podcast. Like I've never been like a big like trade buy like forum guy, but I started doing the podcast. It's like, makes sense. I try to get the podcast out to people, you know? So, I'm, so they like fill up my timeline and I just see like post after post. Anybody get tickets? Anybody get tickets? They sold out in like two seconds. They sold out. Like oh, you should have seen what they were mm-hmm. trading for. What? Wait, what? They're trade tickets for them? beer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. if they were like, yeah. I didn't know if they were like, they're like, Oh, let me be your plus, you know, your plus one. Oh. And, uh, I'll blow give you jobs, a Braxis, straight blow jobs, a yeah. kidney, blows, and two hundred dollars and a blowjob, a blow pop. Just don't do it here. Grape. <laughs> yeah, just don't <laughs> use the Oak Grove Village. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do it here. Industrial park. <laughs> not that Make closet. those deals ahead of time. Not here, yeah. guys. Please. Hey, I'm not doing it. Yeah, in, <laughs> ISO. In, that's, that's Pete. That's Pete. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, is that crazy for you guys? Like to see it just. Well, yeah, yeah, compared to last year, like, like it's like yeah. it's like when we didn't even like, sell out last petty year. Petty tickets come on, you know, come online. Well, no, I, I know I, you can't compare apples to apples because they're different events. But yeah, we didn't sell it last yeah. year, and we had the same process, which same I read, everything. I, re- I read your guys's post, you know, afterwards. It's like uh, sometimes you can't win. Like I'm not asking you guys to sit there. No, and, no, and, we can never win. Right? Like, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't expect you guys to comment on stuff like that. It's it's there's no winning on on, on that no, whole situation. I can try. Like, yeah. it, it's it's just got to be mind blowing to see like 
people that want it that bad. Like they want to be a part of that. Well, it's, it's, it's awesome. Just, it's funny the comments you read and see, and like you know, I think overall most people were not upset about at us, but they were upset about brown paper ticket and the bots and all that stuff. And yeah. But when we did, we went Russia, back that night and looked at everything, Russia. and everything looked legit. There was no double dipping or right. any of that stuff. And maybe bots got on early, whatever. Um, here, here, here is the the issue with it all, and this is this is why we're probably gonna have to change things next year. We are limited to what's parking available around here. Yeah, and we don't want people it's to come here and not space. find parking, yeah, get upset. Right. Mm-hmm. So, could we host a thousand people? Probably. We don't have uh, parking for a thousand, so that's why we stuck to five hundred total. Um, Just Uber in people. <laughs> yeah, and and so next year we'll have to find an offsite location and do it there and whatever. But this year, yeah, it's it's. Things have changed within this first year being open and we've got more of an audience and people are excited for the barrel age beer and um and for me and people are like why are you doing the release of the bottles and this and that i'm like that's the whole point of the fest it's not a fest with a bottle release it's a bottle right. release yes. with a fest attached to it and it's it's no different than hunapu it's no different than dark lord it's no different yep. than maple bacon it's that's you you we're here to release beer not to throw fests. The fest is the added bonus to it all. Yeah. Um, so would I change that? No. If we're going to do a fest next year, we're going to have a bottle release attached to it. That's important to us because the beer it's needs be to be driven speak. by the bottle. Yeah, for sure. Driven by the bottle. The beer, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, I, do we want everybody here? Yes. We Can we accommodate? No. Well, it's, it's an industry that's inclusive. I mean, it's an industry that's built on that, that feeling of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can I try Did you just that? hit a button? Kyle's playing the bass. <laughs> Ooh, yours is deeper. Try it. Try it. No, do it again. Let me try this one over here. Oh, oh yours is so deep. Because you're going topside. Try the bottom Boom. ones. No, the lower Boom. ones. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, my whole mic's going to come no, off. No, you're the straight table. deep. In. Can, can yeah. we all just chime in right now? Can right, we, yeah. Can we do there, a little something? Get in there. Go figure. My mic's the one that's falling. <laughs> okay. Very professional, Joe. <coughs> now, uh, talk about talk about a little bit about Bean Spirit and what that what's that what that has meant for for microphone, man. That beer. I mean, I yeah. Know you had me on a fix. thought. Can I go to it real quick? Oh, please go. All on. right. So, I, I I appreciate people's enthusiasm and passion to get beer. Um, I really do. Without without it, that we're just we're whatever. Well, because you are not. A, a strange to being a hunter. I mean, yeah, you, no. You hunt it. But I've switched gears hunting beer to now hunting Jordan's shoes. Really? You went, you went for your your uh your I'm just trying to guy. I'm just trying to rebuild I'm just trying to rebuild it's my ridiculous. collection I had as a kid. Um and honestly, <laughs> getting Jordan's is a thousand times harder than getting any beer you want. You have to I did not know that. Oh, it's insane. I mean, I know some in- people that do it, but I I insane. You know. They don't and talk so, about it like beer people talk. Beer I think I've want to tell you all about. I it. think I've gotten one percent of the beers, one percent of the shoes I've tried to get. Really? And oh yeah, it's. But gotta have your jump, man. I go, hey, I didn't get it. I'll try next time. Or you gotta go and hunt on that black market, which sucks. Yeah. But if you really want something, you're Ouch. gonna pay for it. It sucks. Um, it's 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 the the end of the day. All it is is it's supply and demand. And we're in a fortunate position where the beer right now is is at a high demand, but unfortunately our supply is, is small. Um, and I, I I wish we could accommodate everybody, and honestly I do, and I, I apologize to those who didn't get tickets. We want you here, uh, but we just we can't accommodate you. Um, but 
no, we're going to try to do something different next year and try to make a bigger fest where more people can come and hang out. And, and you know, if it, if, it, if it sacrifices how many bottles we put up, we put more on draft so more people can try it. That's fine, you know. Um, and we, we knew that not everybody would be able to get here for the fest. So that's why we put a reserve stock of beer in, in kegs once we package it for the tasting room. So if you come in post-fest, you can come in and drink the beer on tap. We're going to have it at Beer Under Glass this year. Um, so we want people to experience the beer because we've put a lot of <laughs> thought and time and stress and love into this beer. And we want people to enjoy it. So that's just my message on that. But yeah, going to Imperial Bean Spirit. Um, I'll take you back to the first beer. I was going to say, like, what, what are some of your milestone beers where you feel like, like Rocky Mountain Hop or like to to Vixie or that Vic Secret that to sauce special sauce versus yeah. Imperial Bean. So, um, a friend of mine, Paul, was like, hey, I got a great beer name for you. And most of the time, it's, it's, it was me in the beginning just taking my book, my homebrew book, and putting those to life and putting a name to it. He's like, no, I got a, I got a name for you, but we need to make a beer around it. He's like, it smells like bean spirit. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a 90s junkie. I love everything 90s. And with I was you, like, bro, with you done let's let's do this so it's obviously got to be a coffee stout and he's like no no no, i took care of that i've already got a coffee roaster for you okay this is great whoa i'm like but we have billions of coffee stouts out let's do something different let's let's go with maple and so then that beer came out and people are like where's the maple and i'm like (laughs) fudge turns out maple syrup is just sugar and uh Uh, it ferments out and goes away okay so then batch two were like let's do double maple nope just more sugar and fan it out. So let's try putting in batch three maple syrup at the back end. And I'm we're excited. It tastes so good. <laughs> I drop off and I go to Half Acre to meet some friends for Fitz for, uh, for some Fitz. food. And I get a call from Gus from Fishman's and he goes, dude, this is a mess. Bombs. Like, what do you mean? He's like, look. And he sends me a picture. The bottles are blowing through the cap, which the bottles were waxed through that and shooting up and hitting his roof. Holy shit. I'm like, oh my God. Here's a beer that we were super happy about. I'm like, nope. So I had to call every store and say, pull it off the shelf right now. So I'm like, all right, we're not doing that with maple because maple is just going to get crazy and be for, and ferment out. So after several, several tries, we finally figured out a way to get maple with not having issues to it. Um, and it, it, it takes a lot of dosings. It takes a little bit of extract. It takes multiple ways natural to flavoring. achieve it natural flavor natural, sure whatever i don't care I, i'm not gonna lie we use extract um and it just it it, it finally got there to a point where like, people were like it's okay. too much maple and then also we're like no it's not enough and they're like no it's way too much and then we, we don't even know anymore we, like we're yeah. so immune well, to maple we smell we like maple for a week when we make it i jumped so. i picked up my wife last night and she's like why does the car smell like beer and i'm like I, I don't know. I mean, I just farted. And she's like, no, 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 no. It smells like beer. I'm like, oh, it's probably my hands that reek like maple. And she's like, yeah. Oh, That's like maple just equals stained. Beer now. We're just stained <laughs> from maple. Even when we're brewing that beer, people will come in to the tasting room and be like, it smells like a, a maple like farm. pancakes in yeah. There, yeah. And we're just entirely immune now. I can't taste maple anymore. Really? I don't know what maple tastes no, it's, like. It's, it's French tough. toast yeah. and waffles. It's tough. Uh, I miss yeah. those days. <laughs> I do. Your young, innocent days. Yeah. But yeah, now here we are deep into it. And honestly, Eric from Tugboat, who's our coffee roaster, our exclusive coffee roaster, he was like, hey, how about you do um, a milk variant of it? I'm like, 
I don't know. I, it took us so long to get this beer to where it's at. I don't want to mess with it. And then also we're like, okay, let's just mess with it. <laughs> so that's where vanilla came. Comes and back then, to uh, our conversation yeah, earlier. A lot of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just play around. Play so around yeah, we've done it. vanilla. We did double maple. We're doing uh, special roast. Special roast in this tank right here. What the hell special roast? So Eric, Eric came across um, Sumatra Lingtong Blue Batak. I don't know Which what the I, fuck you just said. I don't, I don't either. But he that. he came in and he came Sumatra in and he's part. like, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> right, that's about it. I don't know all the Indonesian. Bo- so, <laughs> so take take your beer geek and multiply it by a thousand, and right. that's Eric. Coffee. Eric is coffee a coffee geek, geek yeah. which is the crazy. He came in one day. He's like, oh, what is that swill you guys are brewing in here? I'm like. It's uh, caribou coffee. He's it's like, never again. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Folgers. Uh-huh. So now we have like I'm a like, no. house. We're like, we're like several steps up from Folgers. I thought right. we were okay. No, I, He's I, like, I no way. So, so yeah, he gave us like a $2,500 coffee maker. And yeah. He was like, <laughs> and yelled at us last week because it was <laughs> dirty. And cleaned the pot. <laughs> the pot wasn't clean enough. So he's yeah. like, so. he's basically like, I got, I got him a bottle of New Belgium Geisha coffee. And he was like, this is, the, he was like shaking. Like, this is so exciting because that coffee's so exclusive he just came and then he's like hey i just i just came across blue batak like can you want to do something with it i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right let's just do special i don't know roast. what it is but yes, yeah i want to do that <laughs> and it's we had it today it's it's some, yeah, way different it way different than our normal sumatra yeah mm-hmm. but super aromatic. i mean these guys are putting it in tank over here i'm at the other corner of the brewery and it's just this whole brewery <clears throat> smelled just insane yeah yeah it was awesome yep Sounds sexy. Yeah, so we have uh, we've got some more variants in the hopper. We've got hazelnut coming out at some point, and then we're gonna go for it with maple bacon. Maple bacon. Yeah. bacon. Just the label. Just giving in to the hipsters. <laughs> the label. Just like, <laughs> so you can do at this point. For me, it's the the label has inspired me to make it because the label's so cool looking. Yeah. It's like it's pink. It's basically like a piece <laughs> of bacon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, 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 about the first one I. But hey, I guess I'm gonna dip out for a minute. Yeah, go dip. Let these dip guys to talk the a little bit. Yeah, right? I want. I need to hear from from the Mike Dose. Yeah, he's been really quiet over here. So we, we have I? I've yeah. just been it's chiming not, not, in. Not, no, yeah, right, right. Not by yeah. uh, it's not by design or anything. No, just, uh, right. The, the natural flow. Yeah. So so where'd you where'd you hop on this train? So and where'd you I, come from? First I grew of up all? in New Jersey. Um, Who are you? I went to Sayreville War Memorial High School. With, Jim Tan Laundry. Where, uh, exactly Shore. right. Yeah. GTO. GTL, man, all day GTL long. He, he looks like it, right? <laughs> totally. Fist right. Right. Yeah. You can see just that tan. Ripped, just ripped with spiky yeah. hair. Like, yeah. No, I am the pale popper. <laughs> for all the you palest, listeners out there. The palest of the poppers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I grew up in Jersey. Um, I lived in Jersey City for a while. I actually moved out here because I got completely freaking inundated by Hurricane Sandy in 2012. Really? Um, yeah, that's that's when I started homebrewing out there. Like um, you got obsessed with it or you got hit I got by it for real it. hard? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was living garden level at the time. Um, just a, a another you know word for for basement right essentially and a nice brownstone um but yeah uh, from floor to ceiling the apartment above me actually had a couple feet of flooding so i was just completely submerged literally all of my belongings yeah right furniture refrigerator just kind of floating around christ almighty yeah um so i needed to relocate uh obviously and um 
I was working as a toll collector on the New Jersey Turnpike. Jesus Christ. And I was making Are you good making money. all this up right now? No, not at all, man. It seems <laughs> it, it seems it pretty there, arbitrary, right? right? Like no, I'm just it, pulling this out of the air. It, it just seems like all the New Jersey stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. working on the Turnpike. Right. And uh, have, 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 have him say water. <laughs> have him say water. first guest appearance water. on water. The Sopranos. So. Water. Coffee and water. Coffee and water. It's the only two Cola. words I pronounce in, uh, <laughs> in a New Jersey fashion. You guys got coffee? <laughs> <laughs> nice big can of soda pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry, no pop. Sorry. No pop. It's soda. It's soda pop. Uh, yeah. So working as a toll collector, and then they were trying to privatize the turnpike for a while, and that meant a pay cut for us. This happened the same weekend as me getting flooded out. So everything just kind of uh, came full circle, came together. Um, I needed a new place to live. I wanted to mix things up a little bit. So I decided to move out here to Chicago. I had a friend who was living in Logan Square at the time. Um, and I just kind of crashed on his couch for a while. I had a connection through my grandpa. And um, he knew uh, this guy he was in the Navy with way back when. And it was actually John Hall's wife's uncle. I'm telling a story over here, Mike. <laughs> he, he just adds to the ambiance. I've been on the Beer Temple uh, Roundtable podcast. Uh-huh, yeah. And he's always like, stop doing that. Stop putting beer on the table. Right. <laughs> it's really? fun. There's a lot of audio issues, huh? Yeah. yeah like yesterday, Kyle was like knocking on the table. We were doing a I had a, a sweet podcast. beat. And right. he didn't like it. He's like, cut that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, um, not on this podcast. Anyway, you're yeah. flooded out. Everybody hates out. you. Turnpike didn't want me. you. Everybody I'm at the right. bottom of the barrel. My life's a mess. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has a scion. <laughs> I still have the scion. Just killing it in my um, scion. No, but I, I met um, uh, through my grandpa. He introduced me to John Hall, who was the former <laughs> brewmaster at Goose Island. Um, and he moved to Five Rabbit after right. they got bought okay. out by AB InBev. Um, so I had a position over there locked up. That's where I met Mike and he came in, he shadowed there for a little while, um, volunteered on the bottling line. We had these big 90 barrel tanks. So we would do five, four, five, six hours worth of bottling on an 18 head filler. So we banged it out pretty quickly, but we used to play this game. It was the, um, it was kind of like a band synonym game. Just the tip. Uh, yeah. No, no, we didn't oh, play that sorry. game. No, we did not. Play no, that game. no, not like that. <laughs> it was a little more tame. It was a little more PG. It was um, a lot of fun. Go, yeah. G- so, give give okay. them the prime example. So you want to play? Yeah, let's play. Okay. Play. Yeah, you can't right, decline. Cool. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So I'm I'm going to give you a synonym of a of a band name. Essentially, it's synonymous with that band. I'm gonna ruin this game. No, no, no you're gonna get it. I'm gonna give you're you gonna an get easy it. one oh, okay. off the bat. Hopefully, it's easy enough. If you know what a synonym um, is, right? I, don't, I love <laughs> what a synonym is. Synonym junk. Yeah, yeah. we play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's do um, humble rodent. Ah, modest mouse. Boom! Yeah. Nailed it. Right, there right. it is. Right. So then all we would right. go all day and try to do this all day oh, for hours, day. just just playing this band game, like crushed gourd, smashing pumpkins, smashing Boom. pumpkins. There it is. <laughs> See, you See, get you're it. You're good. I you're a natural. This is a one. fun game. I did one. Yeah. I want to clap for myself. For <laughs> we used to play another game at my other work. It was kind of like mash up 
of band names and then see how long you could go. So it's boys to men, men at work. So boys to men at work. <laughs> boys to men at work. And then oh, yeah. what do you go? Like, like work. A, like a, That's like uh, Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. fortune yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Same name. But yeah. That. But then we try to go as far as we could to see how many names we could oh smash God. together. And like, it was like it was fun. Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> So that was our, that's where our music loved yeah, together. Kinda, yeah, right. That's melded. that's where we had that connection. We met in the industry and we bonded over uh, a musical connection, so which is pretty did cool. You, where, where was this at that you were meeting him? It was at Five Rabbit. Oh, okay, uh, they're Five in Bedford Rabbit. Park. Okay. No, yeah, I know, I know Five Rabbit. Yeah, I mean, it's, right, not, right. it's not a small brewery. <laughs> yeah, by no means. <laughs> it was a it was a Tinder date. Uh, it nice. was essentially, <laughs> yeah. For all you kids out there, <laughs> right. it was actually Grinder. But anyway, ooh, hey <laughs> So yeah. Anyways, so that's that's how the spark started to fly there. Yeah, that's music, where I music, met Mike. Music. Right. I and you know I hung out at Five Rabbit for a while. I learned a, a shit ton there. Um, before Mike finally approached me, I think I came up here for was it Jimmy's, Jimmy's birthday? birthday? Yeah, yeah, about a year ago. He's always got a bottle share, and one is coming up too. It's it's a year ago. Yeah, official year ago. Wow. Right now. Yeah. Cool. Really. I'm I'm having flashbacks. Boom. This is great. Um. So yeah, that was a up. hellish day, by the way. Was it? <laughs> well, Jimmy partied hard. I let him use the brewery because we weren't even open yet. And um, or we were open. Yeah, we were open. Yeah, but he, open I think he yeah, yeah, he had, but he had used it on the day that we were going to be open. So it was like a Sunday into a Monday. Um, and he partied hard. Well, that Monday, my new tanks were coming in. Oh, no. And so I didn't leave here until like four in the morning. Had to come back at six in the morning and it's downpouring. And I had to load five or three 15 barrel tanks off a truck. Gross. That was fun. That sounds like <laughs> Jeez. Every time we get a bottle delivery, it's always raining outside and it takes hours to, to take pallets and pallets of bottles yeah. off of a truck. Because we don't have a bay, we don't have a dock here. Right. So you have to go outside with a forklift out to the street. And Mike always takes that delivery takes that order takes and he's always out there it's always like raining in a forklift yeah. mike drive mike palin drive <laughs> driving, yeah. a, driving right. a forklift so um he doesn't have a lot of luck going outside <laughs> during during these deliveries although the last delivery was a clear day a little cold yeah. a little cold Maybe and then you the, broke your street the delivery driver was from my hometown of Maguanago, wisconsin so that oh, was a small shit. world we're like hell yeah, yeah. it was funny nice. because he's like you're doing this all by yourself i'm like yeah no one's here to help me he's like I'll jump up there and help you. And he's wearing a Green Bay Packers sweatshirt. I'm like, I got to ask, man. It takes a lot of balls to wear a Packers sweatshirt down Where here. Where you at, Don? You from Wisconsin? You he's at, like, Don? yeah. I'm like, where? He's like, McGuanagal. I'm like, shut up. I'm, like, no, I'm from McGuanagal. No one. There's more cows in McGuanagal than people. Where's How are we McGuanagal at? I think what part? <coughs> About a half an hour outside of Milwaukee. Okay. <coughs> okay. Southwest Milwaukee. By, okay. So I put it East Troy. You go to Alpine Valley yeah, for a concert yeah, or skiing. Yeah, Alpine Not Valley too far a few from there. Times. Yep. yep. My my references are Mosinee, Wisconsin. Ooh, and nice Mosinee and Mosinee. Those All are my right. spots. My uncle retired out in in Manaqua, and my wife's family has like a. They've had it for like sixty years. They've had a one bedroom fishing cottage in uh, in uh, Mosinee. That's the dream, man. That's yeah, the dream. Amazing. My dream, sorry, it's my dream. Amazing, man. Yeah. I mean, we do it all. We do it every year. Dude's trip for each one. All that. It's great. By the way, sorry. By the way, we are currently enjoying narrow gauge double dry hopped sparkle motion. How great are they? Thanks, Jeff. It's delectable. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see. Uh, I got to see Jeff last Friday. Went down there. He had just. In, we kind of, we were trying to talk about this offline, but he has figured out a way to brew amazing beer in the basement of a pizzeria. 
Italian restaurant. Crazy. And it's insane. He just got he's a ton got of new a equipment. Lot down there. Yeah, he's got a, he's got like he got four new fooders. He's got a, put he's in. got his own little oh, tank farm. He had to get rid of There's... like a few drop ceiling tiles to make it work. And that's small price to pay. Insane. Small yeah. price to but pay. He's killing it. It's it's so yeah. Enjoy the beer. Yeah, I'm, thanks, I'm, Jeff. I'm already that's enjoying good. it. As you can see, it's almost gone. But well, there's more. There's oh, more. It's amazing. Yeah, it smells really. Um, also gives you more excuse to open cans. Mike Dose. So so what? Yeah, were, were you were you uh, headhunted? Were you recruited here? Were you just like hitting it off and you're like, hey? I think it was more just a. Um, me and Mike were. We just knew each other, and uh, Mike was just looking for someone to jump on board and kind of help out with the the seller program. I think um, making sure fermentation was going okay and and just handling all of those necessities. Um, so yeah, I I. I took advantage of that offer. I felt like I kind of plateaued for a little while. Um, it's apples and oranges, Five Rabbit versus Microphone. It's it's one place. Five Rabbit is a place where um, there's a lot of consistency, brewing the same beers over and over right, again, right. stuff like that. And that can get a little monotonous at times. Here, we are doing pretty much a new beer or two new beers every week. Right. And I enjoy that. I think you can learn a lot more um, just by brewing different beers all the time. So I love my current position. So and I got to say, too, like having Mike on board, we, we have ch- we've changed a lot about our process. I mean, I remember Kyle at first was like, whoa, what, 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 what are we doing here? Are we, are we following your lead? Are we following Mike's lead? I'm like, honestly, Mike knows more than I do, even though I've been in this game for a long time. I'm Mike knows more than I do, so what he says, let's 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 see what how it works and see how it plays out. And beers that we would take four weeks to do, we're now getting turned over in three weeks because we were aerating properly, we were pitching properly, we we're doing things properly. Um, and so it's funny when I was reading comments early on, like, man, things were so much better before he went to this place. I'm like. No, they should be way better here because <laughs> now we're actually doing things in line with what a pro brewery is doing. Yeah. You know, for a long right. time when we were first starting, we were nitwilly. I mean, and you'll ask. It is what Steve it is. Steve and, and Jerry <laughs> would kind of, yeah, that's kind of how it was. It, was it is what it was. The yeast <laughs> is doing its thing and you stop it, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like. Let him hang out. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we learned and we've got a, we've got a program and a schedule now and things are mm-hmm. doing what they need to do and doing a lot faster and more efficiently. And I think the beers are worlds above what they were before. I mean, if you had that latest batch of microphone check one, two, it is, it is, I've it had is every batch of microphone, really well. phenomenal. Check one, microphone check one, two is the beer for me when it comes to, you know, if it's here, I'm, I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm here at some point to buy those bottles. If they're here. So. And so these, I mean, these guys push me and, and, and Mike came with, you know, different experience and, more of that here's what we have to do we have to hit numbers we have to do this we have to do that we have, and and that's not how we were at all we were kind of like how said willy-nilly hey it is what it is let's just let the beers do their thing but we learned that there's things that we can control um and things that we can do to make to make better and it's made our beers a lot better and i i yeah. like i said mike check one two is it is a prime example of what's happened in this last 12 months you know batch one went down the drain batch two came out I was with the. Do you remember that day when I was? We, you guys were mashing in. and I tested it, and I was like, "We did. We it. have a beer that worked. <laughs> we have a beer that worked." Okay. 
So the, the first patches be, went down the drain. We I had could a, we be had wrong about this, but I feel like I've heard this story at some point um, about your first batch being was that was that your first batch in this space when you were tapper? Yeah. So the ready? point of the name is microphone check to check the system to make sure that it works. We've and built this whole new place, all new electrical, <laughs> using some equipment that we've used before. May I challenge just, you real quick? Sure. Can you filibuster this story while I take a piss? Yeah. Yes. You got it. Keep going. You got it. I got it. I got it. Because this is is part of like the opening time. Like this is early stages, right? Of when you had the facility and you've sectioned off for a tap room or no? Yeah. No, we're we're, we're ready to go. This is going to be batch one that's coming out of the tasting room. This is going to be our flagship beer. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike P. There it is. I'll take over for you if need be. Yeah, yeah you drive. This ask questions. Ask questions. Sure. He if, wasn't you, here. if you falter, I'll, so, I'll take so over. So Mike, Mike wasn't here during that period, so you can ask questions. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Average Joe, and this is a podcast about mediocre coffee. Uh, Mike, tell us about your coffee roastery, please. Where are we? Are we at Mobcraft? Are we at what? <laughs> Mobcraft. <laughs> We're at Mobcraft Brewing. The LSD is finally kicking in. Yeah, tell us about uh, the original batch of Mic Check, please. Yeah, so um, we had spent all this money and time and effort getting 121 Garlish microphone built out. And we decided, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's test the system with batch one. Instead of doing some kind of basic Cezanne or something like that, let's, let's do a beer that we, we know that we ho- know how to use hops. Let's go at it. <laughs> So we, uh, it, Citra is the, the breadwinner, right? So let's, let's mm. go with all Citra yep. hopped, double Salt IPA. Let's get at it. So microphone check was the name. Check the system. Microphone check. Let's do it. And uh, I re- I I'll never forget. Doing. We're up on the, the deck. Kyle's pulling grain out to dump it in the dumpster. And I'm just like, it's super smoky up here. I've never seen it like I'm like, this. no, it's just because the door's open. It's cold outside. The door's open. And it's, it's just science it's, in it's the science, air. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, something doesn't feel right. So sure enough, we transfer the beer and we look and our elements are just it's scorched. Beyond scorched. belief. Beer has got a little bit of a burntness to it. We're like, what? The Took me like an hour and a half per element. All right. So maybe, we, maybe, yeah. we, maybe we turned them on wrong. So I call Steve because this was the system we used at Slapshot. What's up, man? Like. What are we doing wrong? Like, oh, you might just have to throttle the elements. We use one or two, whatever. Oh, yeah, cool. Next batch, we go and we do that Kolsch. Nope. Hmm. Same thing. I'm like, all right. Call Steve again. I'm like, what's up? He's like, oh, you know what? I think we did something different to make these work for our electrical system. Oh, God. So I call my electrician. He comes in. He's like, yeah, these are not going to work. Your, your system's set up for this. You need something different. So thankfully, I called uh, Brunation, the manufacturer of the elements, and like, here's our dilemma he's like you're you're in luck because we now have those in what you need and he direct shipped them out next day we're back up on the brew deck and i had lily with us my daughter lily mm-hmm. and i'm like be a good luck charm kid come on <laughs> and uh we brewed microphone check one two because i love the name i want to keep with it but one two is hey second time at it it's kind of funny how it worked out that way too that it was a microphone check you can always add a one a two a three or four yeah. from there good yeah. thing it wasn't you know, if we got to name. the microphone check one four, <laughs> we, like, we probably would two three four. Yeah, we probably would have put ourselves out of business here. by microphone <laughs> check four. Is anybody still here? No, no. We had no. like no money back then. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, that was that beer then. So microphone check one two goes through the system. No char. We're good. We're rolling. I think we're we're seven tanks full at that point. And and honestly, when we first started, we had um, one two three four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine fermenters right. sitting here that we had to fill up. Yeah. So Kyle and I basically brewed 
Nuts. for, I don't know, what was it, seven days straight of no break uh, to fill yeah. all the tanks. Yeah. And then when we lost those two batches, we were like, are you kidding me? we got to start all over again. But then microphone check one, two, when I think it was the seventh batch was going into the fermenter, I was able to taste it. And at the time, Wes, our volunteer, was here with us. And I was like, we nailed it. We got it. We're there. We finally have a beer that is going to be sellable here. Thank God. We know what we're West, doing. West. <laughs> it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes good. But it was one really of those things where... A review of how... Yeah, it his review. It, it's it always... Tastes, it tastes good. It tastes He's, good. So, and, and Wes Cotter. Wes Cotter, you should listen to this. I love you, Wes. We love you. We miss you. But Wes is, Wes is the... Um, embodiment of the the beautiful midwestern boy who <laughs> will not ever tell you what he truly feels because he doesn't want to make you upset and you hate him Years so he, he was like <laughs> everything was like yeah i like it west oh, i need to hear good. more than that i need to hear when you get out of west. it heard yeah. you added more hops to it <laughs> i recently added more hops <laughs> is that a super bad reference you just yeah. yeah yeah so yeah we, we we love wes we miss him he uh he moved back to kansas, kansas city. city to raise a family so super Midwest-y. that's where he moved to raise yeah we, cool situation though so he was one of these guys who um kind of stalked us but not really so oh. we went kyle and i went to a lunch at dry hop and this uh, guy's like hey your mic for microphone and i'm like yeah what's up he's like huge fan uh if you ever need any volunteers let me know i'm like ah, i'm done with the volunteer thing it's just not reliable it's not I was safe the last, i was the last one you're the last one yeah this guy's <laughs> the last one i blew it for everybody else trailblazer <laughs> then he like he had sent me a note like on facebook hey nice to meet you thanks so much let me know and i was like you know what we could probably use a hand and it, it turned out that wes was he worked at uh, in aurora at a, a air traffic control and so oh, his geez. his life was just brutal i mean you're sitting there just just it's brutal depressing like it's like I the most plane 12 hours ago it's like the they say it's the <laughs> most depressing job out there but it pays well and whatever and then he had off every monday and tuesday well those were our brew days so he's like if you guys don't mind i'll come and we're like yep you get to grain out <laughs> <laughs> lucky you I'm laughing. No, like, yeah. You, guys are talking <laughs> you have about no clue what lucky yeah, totally. means. Yeah. It's just brew stuff. That was a brutal grain out. You had to dig down into this. There's no manway door. There's no manway door. Lift up There's into no a hoe. dumpster. Yeah. But no. Shovel to a dumpster. And he, uh, Wes, Wes is one of those guys who sweats just looking at something. So oh, this was, God. this was a, he would a two come shirt in with day. three shirts. Yeah. But yeah, extra, we miss though. that guy, man. We miss him a lot. And they're always work shirts. And I told him, like, so again, Wes, if you're listening, the invitation's open. Shirt. Come brew a beer. Your name will do it. So, miss that guy. Get the grain out all over again. Damn, Hello. Wes. Like the old <laughs> days. I love you, Wes. <laughs> I miss your musk. I miss your <laughs> sand. <laughs> I miss your sweat. You and I should get an apartment Is his together. picture still up over there? Oh, his picture's still up. Yeah, yeah him and his kid. God his wife. Right, it there is. It is. He looks over us. All right, so do we, we just we just covered We've, the, the Burt we talked batch. about microphone. Yeah, we, we covered the Burt batch. Yep, mm-hmm. and microphone check but one so, two has hath been born. But it was that moment where like, hey, we finally have a good beer. And I mean, to me, it was. I mean, pseudo Sue is our benchmark beer at this point now, right? Yeah. You know, for a while it was okay. Gumblehead, then it was Zombie Dust, and then now pseudo Sue was in my mind the benchmark beer for that kind of beer, and. That's all. These are all citrus-driven beers. Except, I mean, Gumbel has Amarillo, but right, right. Zombie and mm-hmm. um, Sudor Citro base. And we were like, we we got what we wanted out of this. We 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 got something totally better than we ever planned. And then as we kept going deeper and deeper, and I think we're on our fifth batch now, something like that. Fifth batch of it. 
And we need to get better at this. We need to have it more regularly because we're really happy with it. Such a mm-hmm. good beer. Yeah. Uh, but, but once we go to cans, that beer is going to be canned. I mean, that's one. All the time. That's one thing. Like that. That mic check one too. I mean, it's especially current day, current state of beer. Like it's the perfect beer for for what's going on right now. But talk about like. The New England style and Vicks. I keep calling it Vicks Secret because it's probably special the sauce. Yeah, special yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah. But right, but special sauce. Like, talk about special sauce. Like, when, when did that come in? When was the first batch of that? And then how it's evolved since yeah. then? Yeah, that was early 2016. So I had gone out to. Um, this space is not even open at no, this point. No, we're at right? We're at Udine. Yeah, we have this space, but I can do it yet. Um, I go out to um, Portland to go brew with Portland Kettle Works. And I'm working with Charlie Johnson out there, and he's he's like, "Hey, we got I got to meet you or introduce you to the guys at Imperial Organic Yeast. They have some really cool stuff, and they're playing with some stuff. And let's go over there." So we go over there, and it's ice storm, and it's insane. Like Portland is Portland is the weirdest weather ever. Yeah, remember that? Okay. We drove out in a windstorm, drove back through a snowstorm, into storm. an ice storm, into a monsoon. Then we had to get f- to the garden. It's just beautiful. We're like, yeah. what just happened like, here? What the? Yeah, <laughs> we're just white knuckling the whole time, yelling at each in a, other. In a in a Toyota in Yaris. A Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is what is a pirate's Small favorite car? <laughs> a Yaris. <laughs> that beer's why, be why do they call too. it a Hyundai Sonata? Why? Because it's not a good car. Oh, oh. this is not brought to you by Honda. Car puns. <laughs> um, Honda, you just got torn apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for for me, I had had and I had traveled out to the East Coast and had you know Hetty and um, all the great stuff from Trillium and Treehouse and all that stuff. And I was like, no one's making this. This stuff's so good. We keep trading all of our beers away to get it. How can we just capitalize on this and make this beer because we want to drink it? Um, and that's when I was talking to Imperial Organic. I'm like, here's what I know about the style. I've heard of this yeast, this yeast, and this yeast. What can we do? I mean, honestly, I, I, when I wrote the first recipe to special sauce, I thought I had to put orange juice in the fermenter. Yeah. That's where I was at. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Were like, you putting flour in it too? No yeah. flour ever. Yeah, flour. <laughs> but I was like, what? Like, that's what, how you get the cloud, right? How are they achieving this? You know, it's like I sat down and thought about everything. And then I was like, all right, let's, let's go yeast driven, hop forward on this beer. Okay. No malt. And you know, like us Midwesterners, we are so used to throwing all say, the sea malt. When you say no malt, does that literally mean no malt goes into this? Very low, basic, basic maltiness. Maltiness, yeah. Yeah. Low maltiness. So, like, plenty of malt. This is just my experience in in writing a homebrew recipe back in the day. It always had a bunch of crystal malt. There's always some kind of crystal malt. So, and you notice it if you drink a lot of the Midwestern IPAs. They're all got crystal malt. That's why they're that color. Um, This does not have that. And this was a basic, simple recipe, very similar to what I did before, but stripping the throwing at that. Hills, white wheat, oats. Hills, Done. White wheat, oats. That's it. We've gotten a little more complex to play with some stuff like carafoam, carapels, um, oat malt, stuff what, like that. Does that mean anything? The cara, the cara, carapil, cara carafoam just cara- increases the body. Okay. Mm-hmm. The mouthfeel thing? A yeah. little mouthfeel. Yep. Yep. Okay. We're all about mouthfeel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Head retention, okay. Yep. We love mouthfeel and head retention. And head yeah. <laughs> retention. Hey, thanks um, for that contribution, Kyle. <laughs> there it is. So, so I had I had worked with Imperial Organic. They sent me a blend, a custom blend of basically Conan, which is Hetty right, Topper's yeast, right. and then Sac Trois, which was um, Brett Trois at first. And then Lance from Omega Yeast debunked that. versus Brettomyces. Yeah, so everyone thought it was a wild Brett 
it Lance debunked that whole theory, and it's just a sack which has really, really awesome notes to it. It's very sensual. It is. Sack. The whole brewing process is very sensual. Yeah. Um, Dropping that bass. So we, we decided, hey. sexual innuendo, I'm going to pluck a spring. So I just I figured, okay, let's just use those two yeasts and see what we come up with. And um, special sauce became what it was. And then we just continued to develop that series. I like the single hop idea. And that's you know, it's a playbook out of Number pipe works. one. Number one was? Citra. Citra. I mean, sorry, uh, Mosaic. Mosaic. Yep, okay. Mosaic. So, you know, Pipeworks did their whole Ninja series. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love the whole, you know, Pipeworks, Ninja, Citra, Mosaic, because you let people know what the hop is. I was a huge, huge hop head of going down and figuring out what's the next hop. I was, I was reaching yeah. out to every hop farm I could previously to opening a microphone. What, what's out there? What's new? What's good? Show me the chart. Tell me what's up. <laughs> and I want to know, and I wanted to show that off. And we noticed a huge difference. When you say show um, me the chart, what do you, there's a chart which says like, is it spicy? Is it fruity? Oh, is it okay. this? Herbal, is it that? Is it earthy? I like the voice that yeah. <laughs> And you get came the from, nerd right? science voice. You gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful though, because some of these farms will try to sell you on something that's like, oh, it's this, it's that, it's that, and you get it. You're like, no, it's it's disgusting. It tastes nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. This is not cotton <laughs> candy. <laughs> there's nope. doesn't taste like cotton candy. Yeah, no. Nice try though. And now if you look, it's like even. So us brewers are all on the juicy train, let's say. Yeah. So are the hop farms. They're like, this beer, uh, this hop is also juicy. You're like, yeah. what? You're like, right. no. Stone fruit. Should and every, every, every no. it's, I mean, it's they're getting pepper, better at descriptions. Pepper, leather, bark, ground wood, and <laughs> juicy Grass stone clipping. fruit. You're like, right. plastic. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you got to be careful with that. But no, it was fun for us to do the single hop series with that. And then we also knew that we had to do some other random stuff. So that's where Thirsty came out, Hey Ya came out, where we we're kind of starting to blend hops and do some stuff. Well, Galaxy and Motueka, I mean, that's that's a fun combination. That Motueka is our... Uh, like, that's, it might be my wonders. favorite hop. I mean, Just I don't, don't tell people about it because we keep getting it. It's oh, yeah. That's a shitty hop. So yeah, it's super, super just acidic and gross. Yeah. yeah. I like the mosaic Motueka combination we do for DDH, IPA, ABC, BBD. Dude, d- DDH is another... Uh, it's well, straight guys, pineapple juice. You guys juice. have four packs of that right now? We do right now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah you want to hear a fun story about that beer? home. Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. That's no, why I'm here. No, that's let's literally not, why right. I'm here. We don't want to hear. So it. we go out oh, to I'm we go out. Mike's mic off. <laughs> I don't. Were you here? Were you here at that point? I don't think you were yet. Uh, I'm not sure. So we go out to I make. Just, we I got just to sing make the boys to men song. Now, yeah, you have to. ABC, BBD, At the point, it was like you were. We're seeing beer names floating around, and it's just letters and any IPA and this, and and then there was the shy IPA, and there was the this 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 this, and like. Like let's just let's just go with letters and do DDH IPA ABC and BBD and, and like neon lights <laughs> done. So we go out to make this IPA because it says IPA in the name, and we totally overshot our gravity. We're like, ooh, we can't release an eight and a half percent IPA. So what did that become? Say, uh. say uh. oh yeah, say uh. yeah, I knew yeah that. sure. I knew that for yeah. some reason, I don't know why. So we're like, okay, <laughs> which is a great beer and coming back soon. So. Um, but Dude, that, that a, was that's a great beer. I, I really, I, it was one of the first. I love the label for that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, gold, I mean, I baby. Had, I had the Master P li- albums as a, as a youngster. Right. You didn't. I was balancing that with my sound, my Soundgarden albums and uh, Nirvana <laughs> and all that. Got to have Silk the Shocker. Yeah, in there. Silk the Shocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's 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 where that No Limit Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
No, but you you had you had that one. But the, the, so what happened? You you overshot it there, and then you were like, "Now we're gonna do this right." And then that's when you came out with. Yeah, we still we had the label done, and we loved the name. We're like, we gotta do it. So we we quickly rebrewed, and we figured it out. Sometimes this in the beginning, our uh, mash tun was kind of <laughs> finicky. You could say, sketchy. I guess. Yeah. Again, it's dialing in a system and dialing in the environment. And yeah. Now we're just. We're consistent. It still sucks. We hit our numbers. We figured it out. But <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out. And yeah. it, I mean, you're you're in it's it right now. You're sitting it. in this right now, right? And we are we are it's not we're not a sexy brewery. This is a this is a makeshift homebrew system. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of hard right, right now. No, no, but I've fine. I've I've how many times have I said we're gonna upgrade to a better system, and I keep retracting on it because this thing works. He and gets I us don't excited, and then he's just like, ah, nope, fuck it. And then but we're also just like, oh, just, well, this is okay still. Just write the numbers in permanent marker. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody can give I'm us. on it. Nobody can build us the system we want that can be versatile. So we brew seven barrel batches. We brew 12 barrel batches. We brew 15 barrel batches. And this system allows us to do that. So it, It's a good system. Is just, there stuff that we'd hate about it? Yes. Don't say you're going to upgrade it again until you actually do. <laughs> Let's just, stop we just come in one day and it's out. upgraded because... I could just like I'd ever do that to you, Kyle. You know, I would like, help yay. have you help me upgrade uh, the system. You wouldn't know how. Yeah, to. you'd have to be here to receive <laughs> it and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot so, of work. Did you guys ever make a beer that you like you weren't proud of, like that that actually uh, hit yeah. market or anything? Is there anything that you've put out that you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. can we admit yeah. that? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, we have can. to. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 we know. I mean, that's yeah. why we dumped the two batches and then. Well, yeah, but we, like, let's talk about it. We well, I. I'm okay to talk about talk it. about it. Fine. Uh, we uh, got rid of Boom Bitty Bye Bye. What was Boom Bitty Bye Bye? That was the Rocky Road uh, Imperial Style. No, I, don't, I think I missed that one. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, if he didn't come the first Very weekend, limited. it was gone. Yeah. I thought we, Kyle and I, didn't feel good about it. Reviews didn't come back how we wanted. We were torn internally. They came, they came back. They came back. Either you loved it or you hated it, and yeah. there was just too much. There's there was enough people not liking it for us to be like, all right, you know what? We don't want to. It have wasn't s- like it was fifty fifty, but it you know like yeah. seventy five twenty five doesn't work either. Uh, no, and, and yeah. here and it, it, us three collectively liked it. Yeah, really? that was, yeah, that was manager the thing. did not like it at thing. all. We would have never put it into the bottles Who's if the us three manager? didn't think. Jimmy Wojo. Jimmy. He, and I trust his opinion. Mustache, Jimmy, right? He's yep. a, he drinks barrel-aged stout every night, so he knows what's up. Well, geez, baller. Doesn't gain one ounce. Yeah. Doesn't gain one ounce either. He's a yeah. baller. I don't know how yeah. he does it. He eat a beef sandwich and five stouts. It's and my bro. Yeah, you two hang together. I think he's a little thicker than you are. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, so he came back and was like, I just get this weird this weird nose, and we're like, ah. And so yeah, was, we saw the reviews come back, and Kyle, Kyle didn't feel comfortable with it. And I said, hey, we, 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 let's not go through this. Let's just get rid of it. And so we dumped all the kegs and dumped all the bottles that were left over. And if anybody had reached out and said I hated it, we would have refunded them. But nobody did. I mean, honestly, yeah. the, the beer sits fine on Untapped. It's, um, it's just not where we thought it would have sat. Did yeah. you guys so like when, when you dump something like that? Do you guys stand over it like with at attention? Like with no, them? it was. I mean, I let them. I let them. No, 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 no. I let them. We tried to get it done as fast as we could and not think about it because it was brutalizing. It wasn't fun. It's not fun. It was an expensive, expensive beer. Mouth trumpet. A lot of it went into it. It was. It was. It was. It was a bummer. It wasn't fun. But no, I would say outside of that, I mean, no. Yeah. And it, here's the it. funny thing, too. And I, I actually posted about this this week with the Blood Orange Hefeweizen. There's beers we make that are not going to bring a line. But those are the beers that we actually work incredibly hard at. And are the beers that we sit back and go, damn, this is so good and tasty. Kyle loves Off the Record, which is our dry hopped wit beer. 
It's a slammer. Yeah, this beer four four packs, right? You yep. Did, yep. Did four pack, mm-hmm. twelve ounces, right? This okay. this blood orange beer is like, I mean, my wife loves it. Another crusher. And then we did the we did the the dry hop uh, lager. Yeah, we did a double dry the hop Hellas. Hellas. Yeah, yeah, the Hellas. Yep. Yeah. Hellas Lager, my old friend. And it's like yeah. those are the beers that no Hellas one's gonna be Lager, going. Oh, microphone! That's that's. <laughs> thank the, you, Randy. You have, you have to sing. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Randy. Randy, Bobandy. But it's stuff like that. It's the Kolsch. It's the the pills that we come out with that that it challenges us and it mm-hmm. it ties up a tank longer than most other beers. I was gonna say cold, keep it cold. Yeah, and tying up a tank longer. Those are yeah. fun for us, and those. We see them sit and like our saisons. We I, we love making saisons. Our saisons are awesome. So mm-hmm. much fun, but it's just a blank, a blank party. Yeah, come on, just how long does that sits. sit for? Oh it's yeah, such no, a no, good you're beer. Right, you're right. Like that, yeah. that that held out at like open bottle. Like you know. So most, I'll challenge most of your guys' I, ch- beers. Let's are, challenge. Are gone, let's like, challenge the drinkers of Chicago. Bring back the barley one. Bra- yeah, branch outside <laughs> and try a saison. Try it. Like, you can't you, know? you can't mm-hmm. be judgy about it, but you also like want them to try it. Like you just try it. Yeah, just try it. Because I stumbled that way. Thanks to Ryan Jacobs at uh, Saint Laurent, uh, they he he put me onto that afterthought brewing. Mm-hmm. And you can only get them at the uh, beer cellar, beer cellar yeah, in, yeah. In Glen Ellen. And, and my buddy Mike went and grabbed some, and holy shit, that that blew my mind. I was yeah. I, and I like Sasans as it is. I don't I don't love them, but like I, I definitely have found good ones. But man, like that that's a great beer. Uh, all all the variants that he does, but. Another little tiny shop that has like nothing. I don't know. He brews probably on like a one or two barrel system. He's on the old Flesk setup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah, he's in the old Flesk base. Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, that's. I mean, those, those are the things that you know, we can make IPA and stud all day long. But it's. But you guys do it really well, so <laughs> I don't think that's arguable. Oh, thank and you. they move fast, but it's also fun to do. You know, we know the mark that's in the industrial park that wants to come and have something that's not that. So for us to brew a, a Kolsch or hoppy, Pills or, yeah. yeah. But oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 when we were brewing at Unane, we were brewing strictly. <laughs> to sell. <laughs> yeah. Strictly to sell. To sell. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. Here, we're, we're, we've got stuff that nobody even knows about. This, this tank right here has a Brett Sour that's been sitting in that tank for nine months now. Yeah. Incubating. Nine, yeah. And just, it's, it's incredible. We're not, we're not, we're not worried about it. It's doing its thing. We've got, we've got beer that's been sitting in barrels for three years over there. The fuck? Yeah, we did a cool ship project. Oh, okay. I was First say, cool ship project. Cool ship Before right. Dovetail did cool ship, we did a cool ship. We used Chris Betts's old mash tun. So it was, it was a Thanks, collab Chris. between Transient, Slapshot, and Microphone. And we did a cool ship. It's 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 ready. We just got to find time to get it out. And that's Chris's passion too, right? I mean, he, like, yeah. he loves the wilds, the spontaneous. Yeah, this was a sweet, cool ship in, in that little horse trailer. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you, Chris, you keep working that wax, bro. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting at a, this, at a wax covered table. Right. So this this was this Kyle is the graveyard. Is passing his time. <laughs> this is this is a relic right here. We probably should never throw this away, but uh, we, no. if, you, if you if you if you followed old microphone, we would wax pretty much everything that was in bottles. Okay. Just because I'm a marketing guy, and we had to differentiate ourselves, so let's just wax. Yeah, let's just wax everything. Um, and now here we are when we have a, a normal groove. We're not going to wax anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Jerry came in that one day and was like, oh, I see you guys just decided to destroy my table. And we're like, no, Jerry, we this have is this. Our table. This is our table. Trust me. <laughs> we went we went put wax all over I burnt my shit. hand so bad. Like this whole oh, part of my hand was completely covered in wax. There's nothing you can do. I'm the minute wax hits you, you just them. let it burn and dry and then rip it off. And you're like... The only way to do it. We tried using gloves. It wasn't wasn't that even feasible. Work it doesn't work. But why? why? 
Uh, because you hard. Just, just you handling it. Okay. okay. It looked cool as hell. I mean, could, would we love to wax barrel aged mean spirit? Sure, but it's 12 ounce bottles and would take it would take us a three full, days. Dude, it would take a couple days. days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should just dip the four pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bottom of the four pack. Is just like pale popper. You guys already there. dipped yeah. bottom, of, bottom right. of, yeah. of a vessel. Uh, Here's your wax. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, guys. We're not waxing barrel aged beans. Right. Do you want to talk about the fest at all? I mean, what's what's what some of the stuff that's going into the fest? Uh, how? I don't know. Can't wait. I mean, honestly. It's one of those things, and we talked about this yesterday with somebody else. Was like, it's a you're planning a wedding. It's it's a big event, and there's especially when you have a lot of people coming to drink. You got to make sure everything's taken care of, and make sure people are safe, and make sure people when they leave are safe. And so, you know, we've we've taken care of satellite parking. We've taken care of um, food and water, and we're working on sodas and just things for people to do that is not just drinking. But I think we've got an insane guest list. Yeah, go throw some highlights out there. I mean, What's your highlights? My highlights from the guest list? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go back to yesterday. I'm if you say, leave anyone out, you're a dead man. I no. know. Okay. Well, where do I start? Uh, do no, your top five. Uh, top five. <laughs> Are we all going to do top five? Yeah, top right. five. I'll here. do top five. I, can, I think I can handle that. I'd put Outer Range up there. i put Weldworks up there. Outer Range is out of where? Out of Frisco. Everybody, Colorado. Everybody listening Colorado. to this is going to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, both out of Colorado. I yeah, put well works, pulpit, yeah. pulpit rock up there. You're wearing the, the sweatshirt Iowa. right now. Repping. Mm-hmm. He wears it every day. No, because you think Decorah, Iowa. <laughs> I wear it every <laughs> three days, all right? You every think Decorah, Iowa, you're, think, you're thinking toppling Goliath. Yeah, you would think so, right? Rock. Yeah, no, I we went out there. Things, we yeah. did a collaboration with them. They you were nothing but the nicest guys in the yeah. world, and they're releasing a lot of great product. Um yeah, and then uh, wh- I think what we got I, Kyle's two? board now. He's like, yeah, Kyle's, this is his life. He's yeah. playing snake. Kyle's right on grinder. He's, he's on grinder right now. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking over the list of people who were coming. Oh, how to get? He's, he's getting doing research. It's right here. Oh, nice. you're, like, you're like five of them. I can only think of like, jeez. He's actually being um, really smart. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Finback. Uh, I talked to. I can't wait it, for them. Basil. Basil, yeah. Basil, yeah. It's not basil. It's not basil. basil. Right. Basil. It's basil. We had a discussion. I heard it like nine times right. drunk, but it, <laughs> it, I'm sure his name is Basil. Yeah. yeah. Um, also releasing some awesome stuff. And then... Um, out of New York. Out of New York. Yep. Yuck. And then let's see. Oh, Great Notion. Duh. Oh, right yeah. there. Those guys. Easy. Duh. Those guys. Easy. Easy. Great Notion. Easy where, where, peasy. Where uh, they're out of Portland. Uh, and Juice they, Masters out of the West Coast. Really? And Maple Masters. They're doing things. Yeah, Maple Masters Ooh. too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would say that's my top five. Kyle, you go. Really threatening with that. Oh, you're going last. That's tough, Mike. You're going last? Yeah, I have nothing left. <laughs> I curated the list. They're all mine. <laughs> I'll give you something to curate. Right <laughs> I'll give you something to curate. <laughs> Uh, no, I would say uh, Funk Factory for sure. I okay. mean, he's just killing the Makes game sense. and the Sours yeah. for sure. Word up to Levi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Levi for sure. And uh, that's in Madison for people who don't know. Yeah. And um, here Mike likes that place. Yeah, <laughs> we brew a lot with Levi. <laughs> Who's, uh, where's Civil Society? What's that? Jupiter? Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, Jupiter, Ooh, Florida. Jupiter Dude, Florida. they're wow. killing it. I said it yesterday on the other podcast and 
they're doing their thing, and I like. There's no other podcast. Don't talk about other podcasts while you're on my podcast. Oh, uh, I'm kidding. Uh, no camaraderie in the no, podcast no, no, game. No, no. Really. Yeah, he doesn't like tough. the word camaraderie. All right. Oh yeah, yeah he, he hates that word. So, right. <laughs> but, hey, seriously, what was that podcast you guys were on yesterday? Though uh, Tap Takeover. Tap Takeover. Yeah. Oh, those guys are cool. Yeah, yeah, those guys are cool. You've been on there before, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. They did do a shout out to Tap Takeover. And, uh, Southern Grist. We hung out with those guys in Florida. And oh, yeah. Good they're call. great guys. Uh, wait, where are they out of? Nashville. Nashville, yeah, for sure. Tennessee. And they're just doing cool things. They'll be at the Fest, too, and definitely killing the game. But yeah, a uh, really good team going on. And uh, he forgot. I actually he forgot. love Dovetail. I, I mean, doesn't. I can't oh, wait. Rocks. I love having their beer. Anytime I go to Bavarian Lodge, just big old pint of tub and dovetail for sure mm-hmm. like i said, say a tub of dovetail <laughs> yeah actually if, you, if they would let me what is that a, you, what, when you walk into their brewery is that that's a grant that they have in the back of their um their bar they have, is it no oh, it's, no it's, the, a, uh, it's yeah, a grant yeah yeah, yeah 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 i would definitely just love to take a dip in that i guess in that tub <laughs> in that tub <laughs> Mike, I'm not gonna get my top five because honestly, this this That's whole fine. crew of so politically we're, correct. We're gonna yeah. be at by the time that this finishes, and then the list that we posted a few weeks ago is gonna be a little different. There's one drop off because of legal issues. There's a bunch of additions because they've reached out, and I think people will be happy to hear that. Like Lodgedins reached out directly and said, "Hey, we want in off color." Um, but uh, honestly, to to be into our first year and then have this beer fest be the first time we do it. And to all these breweries be yeah, yeah done let's do it it's 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 just it's it's the testament to the the craft beer world that we live in where they're like done we're in they're all donating product to it I mean, we're taking care of their travel we're taking care of their shipping and stuff like that but and their hotels and lodging and stuff but they're coming out and they're by donating their product we can donate more to the charity this year and that's that's what's exciting to me and important to me too what's the charity specifically uh, it's the elk grove youth scholarship fund so you know, you know, college isn't cheap. It's it, you think? We, we we gotta inspire kids to go to school and not be discouraged by dollars. Um, so if we can if we can add, you know, some thousands to that, that it's awesome. So, yeah. um, but I will say, you know, what's exciting for having a fest and bringing brewers in is that we're going to be doing a lot of collabs around that fest. These, this is a good chance for yes. brewers to come in. So we've got collabs with Windmill. We've got collabs with Bearded Iris. We're I'm doing Windmill tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to Windmill tomorrow. Don't talk Wire. about other breweries. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you when you're at microphone. <laughs> Fuck you, Ka. Yeah, so Windmill, Bearded Iris, Great Notion, and then we've got Finback coming back in. And then we're actually headed down to, Kyle and I are going to head down to Miami most likely brew with Jay Wakefield again, and then also brew with Civil Society. God, so I had a Jay Wakefield for the first time the other day. Was, wow. Yeah. Killing the game Gold, on those adjunct stouts, man. Oh, yeah, the adjunct stout. Yeah, it's... Wow. It's, yeah. He's, it was an unexpected sitting at one of the slashies. You golden ticket. So, yeah. yeah, I was sitting at one of those uh, iron I think glass, his, and somebody brought in, and they His fest inspired our fest wow. because... The way he did Wake Fest was this year was just it was it was so well done. I don't it know was shit about him. I mean, I just, I just know that people want them. He oh. is a, a Star Wars nerd. Yes, a Jordan so cool. Jordan sneaker freak. If you're yep. a Star Wars fan, that's the brewery. Yeah. It's awesome. And he's just he's just like an overall like you like if you like those kind of things like you're gonna like that guy. And it, he makes really cool beer. And he he coined Berliner Florida Weiss, the Berliner <laughs> the overfruited Berliner Weiss. 
Um, those that's where he DFPF the Dragon Fruit Passion Fruit. That's where he started it. So without that idea, we would not be doing Teleport Massive or Base Cannon I, or something like that. that and, I was trying yeah. to transition there at some point. The Teleport and, and Base Cannon and and, and uh, Blue Haas. Like, yep. the, the, dude, seriously. That's I mean that's I the thing though is like there's there's Berliner Weiss traditional Berliner Weiss which you know you had to is a low three percent beer which a lot of people would spike with syrups to give it a little bit more life. Um, then Wakefield came out with DFPF and it's just this massively fruited beer with a little bit of tartness but it's super easy to drink. And I mean one of my highlights of Hunapude you were with me at Hunapude I was. We uh we had we visited Wake's our Wakefield's table and he had Haterade, oh, which so is a Gatorade inspired Berliner awesome. Weiss. It's it's which which color? I don't orange. want flavor. Was, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I just want the color. And it tastes like powder orange. Gatorade Berliner Weiss. And then and that kicked and then he's like, Oh, key lime pie Berliner Weiss. How's that sound? Shut the fuck. That was glowing yeah. green. We're like, Yep. Uh-huh. That's crazy. So yeah, so I mean it it takes it, it takes us milestones in this game. And this is, this is what I, when I go out and travel and do these collaborations and I bring most of these guys with me, we, we don't go to learn how to brew beer at these places. We go to talk right. with these guys and become friends with these guys and like learn what works for you, what, like what, what hosing works, what, what process works, what experiences work, and then learn about the struggles we deal with. We deal with a lot of struggles as far as social media hate, um, <laughs> price, price hating, like, but we've we've got to we've got to work worse. together and understand it, you know. And, and we're not. If you go to Florida, yeah, go to, go <laughs> go to, to Florida, Florida, bud. Go to Florida. If people think our prices are high, go to Florida. I'm kidding. Um, but that's like that. So you learn that kind of stuff. And when we talked with you know Jay Wakefield, put a, a milestone in the in the sand and said, "Here's where fruited Berliner Weiss is." So now we can now go make that beer. Dude, that teleport massive was game changer for for. Berliner, sour, whatever you want to call it, you know, that's that style. Our only limitation on that beer is our tank size. So we make a 12 barrel batch. We put three barrels worth of fruit in there Mm -hmm. and top off the tank with fruit. Yeah. And that's my wife and I came in here and we, and we did samples and we're like, we should, or, you know, six ounces. We're like, we shouldn't have got a six ounce. We need a 12 ounce of this. It's in, it's, it's in the schedule. It's coming out. Uh, I heard breakfast at Tiffany's. It's it's one of your favorites too, right? Like the, the, the the teleport. Yeah. I'm not going to lie though. The other day we were in the walking cooler and a bottle of base cannon had fallen, hit the floor and was shaken up. So we're like, let's open it and try it. It was so, it was like this, creamy milk jam it was like the nuttiest thing in the world it tasted like a gogurt almost yeah <laughs> gogurt kyle eats gogurts <laughs> I was gonna say. who doesn't yeah who, who doesn't yeah he doesn't okay. have a wife tell him that he can't eat gogurt yeah <laughs> no my kids <laughs> eat gogurt kyle. Yeah. well <laughs> you're my kid i'll be it. right there next to them eating a gogurt yeah, yeah which has happened before kyle was at my house yeah. one night <laughs> he walked up into my kitchen and started eating yeah. my kids food <laughs> true story yeah well they went to bed and i was like i'm starving yeah, oh they went so to he bed he wakes me okay. up the next day i had like goldfish gogurt i think like what <laughs> two I, ice cream cakes yeah i just got back from orlando yesterday i ate so many goldfish it's it should be illegal. Just yeah. Pretzel extra cheddar mix was just, oh it was God. going down. Nice. I'm starving. <laughs> sit, sit in one of those cabanas in the resort. Just oh, eating. just, hey, just eating. it's snowing here. Talk, Keep Dude, talking about Florida. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep it was doing ridiculous. it. Well, we were getting off the flight last night. We're like, there's, there's ice on the wings. We just had shorts <laughs> on. 
sleevelesses. This you has know? been brutal, by the way. Sleeves. This is tough. Yeah, it was. It's tough. It wasn't fun coming back from Florida. Like, ah, so yeah, it's still snowing <laughs> so here. Stupid. So, all right, give, give me give me a little bit about first day open. What the hell was that like? First day when you had tap room open, you had a section off piece of this, right? Because you were like, you, you decided I need to add a tap room to this. It is section off like what, like twenty percent, whatever. whatever uh, okay, only use of. yeah. What was it? Twenty percent of the square footage for the tasting room. So let us with like eight hundred square feet. And so yeah, I mean honestly, <laughs> we were a small staff, and I was like, all right, I got a brew, and then I got to work the tasting room, and I will be the first to admit I suck at working in the tasting room. It's horrible. I just like to talk to people. I'm not gonna. Oh, I don't want to try to just fulfill your order and do that. I want to be like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing? Everything good?" And then the line just keeps building, and people are like, "Come on, hurry up!" But I'm like, "Frankie's like, get out of here!" And I'm like, "All right, I fucking own this place." Bro. I think like within like three days, I quickly learned that I'm not gonna ever work the tasting room again. So I'm just gonna hang out up there. But it was, uh, it was stressful because we were down to our last dollar and we needed money to come in. Um, that's the that's the reality of business. <laughs> um, and but the minute that we had announced what we were doing and had, we had a friends and family the first two days to do a dry a run soft opening yep. type deal. Had a lot of industry people come in and people gave us great feedback on beer. So we were new. We, we did that on a, it was a Wednesday, Thursday, had a day off. And then I think we opened on a, a Saturday Yeah, and we had a line uh, out of the door and what the hell is going on? And it was there? insane. It was insane. It was like, we couldn't, we didn't stop the draft lines. They were just open the whole time. And so that whole first weekend, we just, we just, through beer and it was it wasn't so much that we were bringing money in it was more that we had a place now that people were coming to we're in Elk Grove Village we're in the middle of nowhere but people were coming and enjoying our beer and giving us good feedback and it was fun it was exciting it was it was nuts it was it was it was crazy it was I don't even know I mean it, it I mean you were here I had to check IDs and I mean, door that was guy. cool. Kyle's the door guy. certified. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, just I couldn't work the bar. On him, <laughs> it was, it, it was a start of something. And, and that, the, it was March Madness too. So people are here oh, cheering and watching basketball. And it was just, it was wild. And beer was moving oh, yeah. out. And, and then I remember the comments. Yeah. Don't open. Uh, oh, what, what are you sure. basketball or football on? It's like, well, first Because we're humans. And, and we like basketball. his brewery. And Sorry. he loves football. So he can do what he wants. Yeah. yeah. I lo- mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. I love sports. But I find a lot of the guys in this world don't. They either don't have time for it or they just don't give a shit. My staff up front <laughs> calls me. it sports that's, ball. That's yeah. me too. Yeah. Sports, sports ball. ball. Right. Sports yeah. Who's winning I am a diehard. I am a diehard sports fan. I mean, so I'm like. I'll text these guys be like, you guys know what game's on. Tonight, right put it on tv <laughs> same way man I, mean, <laughs> no, I love sports um but no it was it was a, a cool first weekend and you hear about the honeymoon phase and all that stuff and right right and honestly for us it hasn't stopped and i i yes. I, 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 I can't thank people enough for continuing to to come out to elk grove village illinois and spending their hard-earned dollars on on our beer and as you guys know we take chances and we take risks but you guys take more of a chance to spend Right. 10, 15, sometimes $20 on a bottle you've never tried before. So thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, well, you guys you guys have built up that credit in in the industry to you've put on enough good stuff that, you know, that you can get people to come and try a little bit. But I mean, the one thing I've learned over beating the craft beer world for the last, you know, 8 years or so is that people basically don't have jobs when it comes to craft beer and they don't have, oh, wait, wait. There it is. 
they either don't have they don't have jobs in the craft beer world and the, and money is no issue because because you'll you'll spend it if if it's good or if it's from a reputable reputable brand you'll you'll spend the money. I mean it's worth it. All right. So yeah, we're 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 lucky to be a part of that world. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you guys have already given me over two hours and 15 minutes of your time. And I would hold you here for another three hours, but battery's going to die, and we don't have any outlets because we're sitting over a drain. Oh, that's, so. that's your out. There's so, a, that's there's your out with us. Our batteries, Thanks, man. Batteries I can run, I can run the outlets I got. I'll keep you guys for another hour if you want. I can run that cable. I just feel we like cleared I feel the schedule bad. for you, man. I feel yeah, bad man. for you guys. Like <laughs> you probably have stuff. Whole afternoon for you. That tap room, today. That tap room's open. Transferred today. I didn't even know. The, the, just let them know. Like the only I just guarantee re- Kyle's hungry. That's all I know. Oh, the only reason, <laughs> if you don't get Imperial a- or Barrel Age Bean Spirit, it's because of Joe. Because Joe's podcast, he ruined yeah, it. yeah, he ruined he it. He, he, extra bottle. If it tastes sour, it's because of him. Yeah, yeah it's my fault. Yeah, he is sitting three feet away from. Yeah, hundred percent my fault. Totally killed may, it. May I? What do we got here? This is uh, that one. That one. What's that? What's what's second shift made a beer called Liquid Spiritual Delight, which is an imperial stout with maple aged in whiskey barrels. So Libby Kreider called me and said, "Hey, what's the maple plan?" And I said, "Here's what we do." So (laughs) nice. Put it to work. Little taste. Little taste will do. That's good. Little Nipsky, sir. There she is. No. uh, Well, we can we can wrap up. That's fine. No, I, I. I don't we can want snort to. condoms if you want. want. Or wrap down if you want. We snort a lot of condoms. <laughs> Hell. We drink a lot of Tide Pods. Ooh. Probably a lot of Tide <laughs> Pods. We do it all take bong. It's a Tide Pod. That beer's in the tank. Don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> tide <laughs> You sound like grandparents. With, with the Slim Fast beer, too. Uh, tide yeah. Tide PA. Dose yeah. says it. It sounds like a, like, a, like a grandpa trying to relate to the kids. We do the Tide Pods around here. All right. Around. We do yeah. All right. Yeah. We eat the folded pizzas. <laughs> we, we do it all here. But I just want—I honestly wanted to say thank you to you guys for taking the time out, sitting down, and doing the podcast. I mean, it's huge for me. Uh, it's great to hear you guys' story, and everybody loves to connect with the beer that they're drinking. So it's—it's it's nice to have like the personal touch on the side of that um, with all of you, Mike Dose. I wish we would have got to talk to you more. What's hey, up, man, dude? you got to come so back. Give me some more love. You I mean, got to come uh, back. Tell me some more tell about Mike. I'll tell you my deeper. whole life story. Yeah, dig a little I'll tell deeper. You it all. Give me, what, what, what do you want to know? What's a long part, walks what, on the beach. Tell, tell, hey, hey, I enjoy hey, can, long can I, walks off of, off of short piers. Can I, can I do, the, do the preview? What's the preview? So you're brewing a beer next week for your son. Well, Jesus oh, yeah, Christ yeah, yeah. We're doing That's um, miles and miles. Okay, you're right. We're doing um, I Can Brew for Miles and Miles. The original beer was um, from Mike P to his son, Miles. I also have a son named Miles. Um, and the original beer was a porter with cake mix and nibs and vanilla and we do a porter because my son is Miles Porter. So he'll mm-hmm. he'll have there will only be one porter so release a year, and that's for Miles Porter. I, I, I refuse. Yep. Lily's got like five beers though. So. Yeah, Lily, Lily. Yeah, she's just she's the <laughs> brewing yeah. queen. Yeah. She knows what she wants. Will you guys come say all. hi to my kids when we walk out? I want yeah, you guys. To, they, they'll get a thrill out of it. They're yeah. sitting in the. Tap she get my kids over here right now. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. them over here, man. They'll have, they'll have a blast. Go ahead, Mike. Go, go. Yeah. So on, so on Monday we're gonna do the. Um, uh, the second version of that beer, which is I can brew for miles and miles. Uh, and that's going to be a banana cream pie IPA with just a massive load of banana puree, some biscuit malt, some amber malt to give it that pie crust. Um, Damn. Uh, you know, a bunch of hops, give it the, the whole IPA aspect and we'll call it a day. Damn. 
Yeah. Sound, it sounds delightful. I look forward to it. All right. I, I prefer those pastry stouts. Any party so, shots you guys want to Yeah, I do. So, ladies, uh, we need IPAs. Kyle to have a Miles. We can brew for miles and miles and miles. <laughs> so, <Jesus> ladies. Jeez, <laughs> he's trying to incubate ladies. your first child. I'm here. I'm a great guy. I have a nice job. <laughs> Still live at my parents' house. <laughs> STD free. S- STD free. Yes, yeah. sep- He's September the very at least. Successful, very STD free right. gentleman sitting yeah. by the mini bar. Uh-huh. That's, that's Kyle. I don't get much, so nothing's really changed. After after uh, smells like a beer fest, it's gonna be. It's, we're gonna have Kyle Palooza and uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> we'll make posters. We'll go from the quad. Yep. The gymnasium. They just everybody. There's Kyle's no- gonna put a baby in someone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Yeah, put yeah. a baby in. Someone. Someone fest. Yeah. <laughs> if that baby comes out looking like coffee bean smells like bean spirit logo, that's fine. That's we throw a fest on that. We're gonna have like twenty kids pop out. Just gonna have festival <laughs> babies running around. That's <laughs> what so like the baby boomers. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, were well, you guys uh, yeah. getting down during the like, Kyle Palooza? Like, yeah, were you? <laughs> all the people that were born during like the Bears Super Bowl run. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. the people born during Kyle, Kyle Palooza. Palooza. <laughs> Kyle Splooge Loser. All right. Wow. You should come up with some actual label names. All right, let's, let's You're work. doing all right. I got time. I'll be in your tap room all, the, all day. So, yeah. Spooge free label names. Spooge, yeah. Oh, oh, real quick, before we cut, cut it off, give some love to you. The, the people that make your labels and that. They, oh, they're course. awesome. Yeah, it's not just my labels. Uh, right, so Nick right. Segura... Nick Segura and I go way back. Not really when we were, Tom Segura. No, awesome no or Tom Selleck either. But um, <laughs> Nick's more guy. of a god. Nick's, Nick's a god, yeah. Nick, yeah. Nick Segura and I had worked together during our time at uh, Heineman Bar Company slash Breaker Brewery. We did the uh, reality TV show Epic Bar Builds together. And during that time, I saw that Nick was just a wickedly talented and driven artist. Um, during one of our lunch breaks, I saw him just doodling a notebook. And I'm like, dude, you want to do my artwork? <laughs> Yep. He's like, uh, I never thought of that. But do you want to do karate in the garage? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do we just become best friends? And that's yep. what <laughs> And so uh, we started yeah, uh, call Prestige me World. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, uh, he's like, I can draw for you. I can't bring it to label. So his, he's like, but my my girlfriend at the time, Alyssa, can do it. And so now that they're since then they're married, but um, to date they've they're the only ones to do artwork for microphone. And on top of that, Nick built the bar, the back bar, the draft board, the All tables, the everything you see at microphone. He's Nick got built. a lot of wood. He's so freaking talented. Laying um, pipe and making wood. That's what he And is. I don't want to ruin the surprise, but I'm going to because I'm happy. Let's do it. We're doing a blue bar next door. Blue bar. Yeah. We're using white ash. White ash white wood, ash, and we're baby. gonna stain it microphone blue. Stain that shit. That's the truth. And so Nick, uh, Nick's inspired to work on that, and um, Nick's also built bars for Drew at 18th Street. Okay, he's built uh, the new Fishman's Bar. Ooh. He built the extension over at Maplewood. Killing it. Ooh, he Maplewood. is Love he is guys. the man to work with right now if you need a bar or just any kind of woodwork. I mean, honestly, he can do whatever you need. He's a, he's one of those guys who can take a piece of basic wood and turn it into a piece of artwork. Look at. Look at our back bar. Our back bar, people ask us every day, is that real? Are those real amps? Those like, amps, yeah. They're, no, they're just pieces of wood covered in I'm fabric. a hobbyist musician, mm-hmm. and those amps gave me a hard time when I came out. No, they're not real amps, but like yeah. I saw it, and I was like, I love all those. When yeah, you work way. here, you yeah. stay hard. Yeah, so. give me that uh, 65 <laughs> reverb. That should be our motto. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So now Nick, now Nick and Alyssa are, are killing it, and we put pressure on them at times to give us some quick labels but Alyssa usually delivers fast and Nick comes up with some cool cool stuff so yeah. 
The Bohemian Rhapsody Rhapsody label is going to be I can't wait. Hilarious. I told you off mic. I, I told you off mic. That's one of my favorite social media pictures I've seen in a long time. Hilarious. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, thank you guys again. Honestly, uh, we got Kyle and, and Dose Mikes. Uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging Mike out. Mike P. And, well, Mike Polish. W. Mike Polish. Mike, Mike, Polish. Mike right. Ski. Mike Ski. <laughs> Mike Ski. I like that. I still got a nice ring last name. name. Thank you guys for sharing my name, your My space. last name is Reswali. <laughs> Just letting it out there. Italian. <laughs> I, I have on, an Instagram. I have a Facebook. Facebook. Hey, our yeah. names are Mike. We're both Polish. We both married Italians. Nice. Mm-hmm. We both had kids named Miles. Yep. And Kyle. You can find me Kyle. at Kyle and out. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle with Nick Cannon. With Nick Cannon. Yeah. Yes. I think I had that before Nick Cannon. I'm not oh, quite sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You just got laid. He gave me the look. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He the did. He's kicking in. Yeah. Kyle's. You didn't well, get first name Kyle. I did. So. Kyle's got above average Joe podcast, so whatever. Yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> he's got above average junk. It's I can see it right in the direction. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a split. Just that extra little centimeter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but the thanks guys for uh, Average Joe's Thank you. Average Beer yeah, Podcast. Thanks, I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate drinking your beer and and all the all the fun conversation. So uh, hopefully we Thank can do you. it again. Hopefully we can talk some more after the fest and, and after the the edition and everything. We we get, we get this done again. The new no, edition. Kyle's not. Yeah. The new, no. Yeah. Come back new in. New edition. edition. Yeah. What? Next time we'll, we'll take the headset. You the your, there was your outro music until Kyle started yeah. talking. Yeah. I had new edition music. Just rocking <laughs> you out. There's Bobby Brown when you need him. Sorry. All right. We're out. Cheers, guys. Woo woo. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>